Welcome to Button Mash, the show where we mash all your video game content for the week for you to listen to at the press of a single button. My name is Roger, and with me for episode 139, I don't have Chris because Chris is uh, it let me down again, but you know who doesn't let me down? It's my man who isn't recording his first podcast for the day, but the second podcast of the day, Zach from the News to Reviews podcast. Welcome back, Oi. my dude. Good day, good day. So good to be here once again, and let's hope this recording goes better than what the News <laughs> to Reviews recording went earlier, because that's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't jinx it, man. I'm not... Yeah, it, it happened quite recently to us, actually. I can't... I, I remember we were talking about battlefield um so i think it was like our prediction episode potentially or like the first episode of the year so i've been there i don't want to go there again but good luck to you my friend um yeah all all the best i know it's not fun but (laughs) i'm I'm glad i've got a day off to tackle it Uh, oh it should be good but don't worry because i'll be editing this one so if it does happen it's all on me but hopefully it doesn't uh, because we've got lots of news to talk about and lots of games that we've been playing this week. And one game in particular that we've played together, which is pretty exciting. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that's like the first time ever that we're doing this kind of thing, like you and I anyway. Uh, but before we get into that, ladies and gentlemen, Zach is going to remind you of where you can find all his beautiful stuff across the interwebs so zach take it away oh you can find news to reviews at anywhere you like to listen to podcasts we are basically on every single podcasting platform we just yeah talk a bit of video game news and impressions and i try and keep things on the rails which if you end up listening to this week's episode i was quite unsuccessful uh, yeah, and you can also hit up News to Reviews on all these socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Twitter's the best place to keep track of everything we are doing, and our Twitter handle is at News to Reviews, and that's with a number two instead of the word two. Fantastic stuff, and make sure you check the boys out. They do the Lord's work over there. But if you want to keep up with everything Button Mash podcast, make sure that you head to Twitter or Instagram. At Button Mash Pod is where we are. We have a wonderful website with all of the Button Mash podcast links you'll ever need. www.buttonmashpod.com is where that's all sitting. But let's get into the news for this week because, man, I feel like. I don't know if you do that on purpose, if you've got like some kind of, I don't know, man, but it's it's like the third time that you jump on the show and we talk about Anthem, which is, which is weird. So we, as, as everyone knows by now, uh, Zach's favorite game of all time is Anthem. Uh, so he was quite excited about a, a bit of a reboot with Anthem 2.0 or Anthem Next, as it was uh, called. Uh, which has now been cancelled. So, no Anthem 2.0 or Next. It's all been scrapped, but the current servers will remain live for those, you know, one or two people who who might still want to play it. Uh, So, I think the saddest person uh, to hear that news would have to be Chris. Um, That's actually why he's not here today. He he didn't have (laughs) the strength to talk about this. Um, Not really, but... The article we'll be referring to for this one was written by Steve Watts over at GameSpot or GameSpot, as I uh, 
misspelled it in the doc. Uh, but oh, it reads, yes. Bioware Austin head Christian Daly says the pandemic has impacted its development plans and as a result, the Anthem revision plans will not go forward. Plans to revitalize Anthem uh, with a large update have been scrapped following an internal review. In a statement explaining the decision, Bioware Austin studio head Christian Daly says its concepts for Anthem Next were changed at least in part by the coronavirus pandemic, which has had an impact on studio productivity, of course. Uh, and he goes on to say, I know this will be disappointing to the community of uh, one or two people of Anthem players who have been excited to see the improvements we've been working on, Daily said in the update. It's also disappointing for the team who were doing brilliant work and for me personally. Anthem is what uh, brought me to Bioware and the last two years have been some of the most challenging and rewarding experiences of my career. He goes on to say that going forward, Bioware will be focusing its efforts on the Dragon Age, Mass Effect and updates to Star Wars The Old Republic. Anthem's live service will continue running for the current player community without further updates. Now, this uh, it's kind of ties in to our um the next story that we're going to talk about but we'll, we'll focus on this one for now so zach jokes aside you don't give a fuck about anthem uh <laughs> what what do you make of this kind of thinking about the next story we're going to talk about what, any any conspiracy theories you reckon oh. or look i <laughs> i think last time i spoke about I spoke about this with you guys on the show. I mentioned that uh, Bioware is currently working on Dragon Age 4, as Mm -hmm. well as Mass Effect, and then they were also supposed to be working on this big 2.0 next update for Anthem as well too. Uh, That is just... It it, it just doesn't make any sense that you'd be able to... They have have the resources to be able to do all those things at once. Anthem's a triple-A game in need of a rehaul and it and it just it it didn't have enough there in the first place apparently the team was of 30 people that they were expecting to rehaul this game Mm -hmm. so i don't know if it's just a matter of them and here's where i put the tinfoil hat on if it was just a matter of them saying they were going to do anthem next just put a small team on onto it that's not going to cost them an arm and a leg and then that way they can at least be like look we tried (laughs) we we did Mm -hmm. it and now it's just gotten to the point where you know anthem is over two years old now. Yeah, no shit. one gives two shits about Anthem anymore. The only time it pops up in the news anymore is just how, how terribly it's doing. <laughs> it just seems like they were maybe just sort of trying to prolong things a bit so when it died, it can sort of just die quietly. And they can be like, but look at all the other exciting stuff we got coming. We got Mass Effect and Dragon Age. You like those, don't you? Mm. So yeah it's a it's sort of it's to be expected and it, it kind of sucks because Anthem did have some potential there. Um, I don't know. I still maybe we might see an anthem two in the very late future, somewhere really far, far down the track. They might get to have another swing at it, but yeah, doesn't seem doesn't seem too likely as things stand right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely agree with you. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I was kind of you know like we talked about it last night while we were playing uh, the other game. I will talk about it a bit later, but. Mm. Um, Listeners of the show will know that Chris and I love our looter shooters. 
Um, it doesn't take very much to to pull us in. Um, so this was, you know, we had a lot of fun playing this uh, together, and you know, we're looking forward to getting a, a bit of a bit of an update to something that we haven't played in yeah a couple of years, like mm. you said. Uh, would have been good, uh, but you know, if- I own a copy of it. I've got like I mm. bought a copy for like five bucks. <laughs> yeah, it was like two dollars like, at JB at some point. <laughs> yeah, when they announced this update, because I was like, hey, at least I can oh, talk about yeah, it on the show. Right. Um, and I've kept it there, like, just knowing that, like, possibly in the future it could end up happening. And now I guess I'll be trading it in for the 20 or 50 cents or whatever it's worth at this point. You can get that much. <laughs> it's Maybe, pretty good, man. Considering, like, you can literally, like, I swear it was $2 at JB Hi-Fi at some point. Yeah. Probably still is. Um but anyway, man, the, the reason why I was saying that the next story kind of ties into that is because Dragon Age 4 will reportedly ditch the live service features it was going to have uh, and be a single-player-only game. And the article will be referring to, for this one, was written by Andy Chalk over at PC Gamer. And it says, The success of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and failure of Anthem has led to a reassessment of EA's live game mandate. Casey Hudson, all made from Bioware, tweeted, Reading lots of feedback regarding Dragon Age, and I think you'll be relieved to see that the team is working on story and uh, character focus. That didn't make sense the way I read it, but you know what I mean? Too early to talk details, but when we talk about live, it just means designing a game for continued storytelling after the main story. Uh, In 2019, EA committed itself to live service games, a term which generally refers to games structured around persistent online elements such as Destiny 2. Or Destiny 1. In her June interview with GameDaily.biz CEO Andrew Wilson said that Games as Service is going to be uh, foundational to our industry. What a piece of shit. And during an October earnings call, Chief Financial Officer Blake Jorgensen said that EA was doubling down on live services. As a result, uh, there was some concern from fans that EA was planning to turn Dragon Age 4 into a multiplayer-focused Anthem-style live game. A new Bloomberg report says that uh, that's not going to happen, however, as EA has apparently decided to remove all multiplayer components from Dragon Age 4 and make it an exclusively single-player experience. And, yeah, I mean, you can see how I'm, I'm a little bit sceptical about what the uh, the the kind of yeah coronavirus pandemic excuse of uh, Anthem's cancellation um i reckon it was a bit of you know what we're gonna fuck these games off because live services aren't working for us we've been trying to make all the money in the world using those uh live services and it's not working out too well for us so Mm. let's reevaluate the situation now first of all first question i have for you zach dragon age any interest in dragon age at all one, two, so, or... So, so I, I've played Dragon Age 2 and I also played Dragon Age Inquisition because it got really, really good reviews. Oh. I believe it was like IGN's Game of the Year that year and looking mm. back, oh, it was not not, not that great. Um, I can't say I've got much... Based on those two titles, I don't have a lot of love for the series. 
mm-hmm. Mass Effect is definitely where it's at for me with Bioware. But cool. anyone who's, who has any interest in Dragon Age and the the strong points of, of those series is the bloody story and the characters. That's what you play a Bioware game for. So <clears throat> big, big surprise that's what people want and that's the that's the direction they're finally deciding to go like thank god of course a dragon age game should be narrative based and character driven and yeah i I didn't even know i wasn't even aware that they were planning on putting live service elements into it in the first place i think that would have been a disaster so i'm i'm glad that they've made this pivot this is just great news yeah, I'm not sure if it was uh, as Casey Hudson said. Uh, you know, they the, they're kind of using the term a bit loosely there, where it's like it's live because there's going to be regular updates in terms of when you finish the main story. There's still going to be shit for you to do uh, mm. with regular, you know, like things like oh, there's this side mission where there's different uh, mods to the mission or whatever, just yeah. to switch it up a little bit, whatever it is. Mm. Um, but yeah, like you, I wasn't expecting it to be like a, you know, a, a, not a kind of looter shooter, I guess, but like, yeah, the, the way the, the game is structured. So that, that would have been mm. definitely real weird considering, uh, as we know, those games in terms of any sort of narrative structure, they usually suck, right? <laughs> like there's no kind mm. of beginning or end it's like yeah start the story and you know repeat the third mission three times to get enough uh xp to get to the next level or get some good shit to be able to tackle the next mission or whatever right um so yeah i mean good news for for people like me i love dragon age um i played a kind of the reverse of you i guess in a sense i played number Mm -hmm. one absolutely loved number one Mm -hmm. um probably my favorite in the series played a bit of two uh didn't quite click with me uh and then played yeah inquisition which i also enjoyed quite a bit um but yeah this was like yeah i'm, I'm keen on this i'm a little bit more uh kind of medieval fantasy stuff uh more than the the mass effect stuff for me personally okay. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty keen on this. So this is good news for me. The, the, the fact that, you know, they're kind of steering away from, um, the kind of life service shit. I hope that apply that, that carries over to their other games as well. Um, including, you know, sports games, maybe who knows? Like they, mm. they, as we know, got a bit of backlash from, uh, their, their FIFA ultimate team stuff. Um, especially the past few months or year. So who knows, man? We might see a a new EA in in the next few yeah. years. Look, as far as you know, what direction EA is going, it sounds like they're making the right decisions, leaving things more up to the studios and what they they want to do and what they think their audience will enjoy. Uh, but like we we did get a single player narrative based Mass Effect game from these guys before. And Andromeda didn't work out too well. So I still think it's a big question mark with Dragon Age 4. It's the exact same team we had with Andromeda. So we'll, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll see what happens if, if Bioware can sort of access that the thing they had from the past once again. But mm. uh, yeah, everything Bioware puts out from Mass Effect onwards, it was just a big question mark for me. Anthem only just point. made that even even stronger. So yeah, did you, wait and did see. you 
you would have played Andromeda, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I, pi- I actually picked it up uh, not on release. I, pi- I picked it up after they fixed up lots of the bugs and lots okay. of the troubled stuff. And yep. I I got bored after when I got to the second planet. Oh, I just I just got totally oh, bored. Uh, right. It seemed like i don't know it seemed like there was too much focus on third person shooting and not enough focus on the story the writing just wasn't or didn't at least feel to me on the same level as previous mass effect games Mm -hmm. um yeah i really adore mass effect 2 and i and i even love mass effect 3 despite the the ending that everyone hated i still thought that was a great game um so yeah um and andromeda was definitely a big disappointment for me are you planning on uh picking up the remaster by the way of the trilogy, I'll 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 wait and see on that one as well too. Yeah, I'm not that desperate to replay Mass Effect two and three. Uh, mm-hmm. If you know if game releases stay how they are right now, in that they're just pretty much not releasing, <laughs> yeah, then yeah, I'll, I'll probably end up picking it up purely out of just needing something to play and talk about on the show. But uh, yeah, it's it's not something that I'm eagerly anticipating. That's for sure. Mm. and you know that that's completely fair man i mean like there's been a lot of you know reshuffling and things like that so mm. I've, hopefully they're learning from their mistakes which you know th- this kind of sounds like they are uh mm. but yeah i mean there's there's no other way of finding out apart from finding out more later on and and actually getting hands-on and seeing gameplay videos and demos and that sort of shit so fingers mm-hmm. crossed man because yeah i could use a, a good dragon age for sure yeah it's it's looking up for once in a in a long long while mm. things are, are looking a, looking up at Bioware, <laughs> so that's good. That's news. it. That's it. Yeah. Well, let's move on to our next topic uh, because this is something that gets me a little excited. Chris is also excited about this because it, it would be his first VR headset. Uh, but uh, Sony introduced their next generation of vr on playstation and this comes from the playstation blog from hideaki nishino who's senior vp at platform planning and management at playstation and it reads more than four years ago we launched playstation vr to offer a transformative new way to play games on ps4 providing a much stronger sense of presence and deeper immersion to players compared to the traditional games in that time we've seen tremendous experience that have propelled virtual reality gaming forward including highly acclaimed titles like astrobot rescue mission tetris effect blood and truth moss beat saber and resident evil 7 biohazard Uh, We've also enhanced the experience for some PSVR titles when played on the PS4 Pro and PlayStation 5. Today, I'm pleased to share that our next generation VR system will be coming to PlayStation 5, enabling the ultimate entertainment experience with dramatic leaps in performance and interactivity. Players will feel an even greater sense of presence and become even more immersed in their game worlds once they put on that new headset. Uh, We're taking what we've learned since launching PSVR on PS4 to develop a next-gen VR system that enhances everything from resolution and field of view to tracking and input. It will connect to the PS5 with a single cord to simplify setup and improve ease of use while enabling a high-fidelity visual experience. One of of the innovations uh, we're excited about is our new VR controller. 
uh, which will incorporate some of the key features found in the DualSense wireless controller, along with a focus on great ergonomics. There's still a lot of development underway for our new uh, VR system, so it won't be launching in 2021. Now, Zach... What sort of experience do you have with VR or PSVR in particular? So I've 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 got to give PSVR a crack, and I got to say, like for being like one of the mo- the cheapest, I'd say, and most accessible ways to jump into VR, I thought I, I found it pretty, to be pretty fun. There's and there's some good stuff uh, in the PlayStation ecosystem as far as VR goes. You got things like Astro's Playroom, you got Blood and Truth, uh, you've got Moss. There's all, all there's a bunch of great stuff there you can sink your teeth into um and yeah like i like i i, I had fun with it but um yeah I'm, i haven't owned a headset myself though that's for sure are you looking forward to this are you planning on grabbing that or man you know what i, I probably will i've got my Ooh. ps5 and i think anyone who owned a, a, a psvr will know that there's, there's a fair few issues with that thing there was way too many cables coming out of it i think i had to use Mate. two usb ports in order to plug it in and and the move controllers uh, were definitely not not favored by a lot of people i believe it was the same move controllers that they had back on the ps3 so it's correct like, correct come on guys it's probably time for a bit of an update but yeah that sounds like that's what they're doing so the idea that i uh, on my next gen console, I'll be able to get to use that next gen graphics, and hopefully it'll be a good, good headset, and won't have the screen door effect on there. And yeah, I might mm-hmm. be able to. It might be time to finally dive into to VR. I'm I'm down. Like, it's it's one of those things. Is right now I wouldn't have an interest in doing it because you know the PSVR, as I said, has these issues, and you know if you want to play it on a PS5, you got to get the adapter with it and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. But, yeah, no, I'm excited oh, to know it's coming. I don't, th- I don't think it's a big surprise, you know. Like, no, they, I don't think they would have bothered with this whole providing the adapter for the previous one and everything if they weren't planning on bringing out a new one. But it's nice to know they yeah. finally bloody announced it and let us know. Yes, it is happening. We're going to get PSVR two or whatever the fuck they're going to call it. Yeah. At some point. Awesome. Are you going to pick it up? VR Vita. <laughs> Mate, if they do that, it has like no wires on it. Like it's like a portable <laughs> VR. Oh that, my that's God. fucking great. Of a dream. Um, it's not like the Vita and they just give up on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's what gets me excited, right? I mean, like we could be seeing uh, the like PSP to Vita, which was a, a bit of a disaster. Mm. Uh, which sucked because I owned a Vita and it's a great system. I, mm. I absolutely loved it. I just had fuck all to play with it. It, it became ended up becoming my uh, PlayStation Plus indie game machine where I just yeah download the free games on there and play those. But uh, mm. it was good for what it was, that's for sure. Um, mm. And the fact that, you know, like PSVR did well enough for Sony to uh, bring out a, a new headset, that gets me excited. I do own the original psvr and when i say original i mean original before they kind of fixed the whole wiring bullshit so yeah you're you're not wrong when you say the the like plugging that thing in is an absolute nightmare Mm. in fact when i uh traded in my ps4 pro i made sure that i kept it kept all the cables for the psvr like intact made sure i just left them ready to go for when the playstation 5 comes and then yeah we found out that yeah you needed uh, an adapter so i got on there pretty quick uh before i got my playstation 5 in fact and it arrived like 
last month. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that was a big delay with them. It's right here. Uh, it's right here. I still ooh. haven't plugged it in. I just haven't been bothered. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those things where I like I think about it. And I'm like, mm, you know what? I want to get into a bit of Beat Saber right now, a bit of Astrobot, and I'm just like, mm, or I could just play something else. Uh, but you know what gets me really excited? There's there's a couple of things. Number one, one cable. That's awesome. Mm. Mm. Amazing. And number two, like you said, the controllers. It does use, yep, the original PlayStation 3 Move controllers, which are not the greatest, far from the greatest. I believe it's been uh, in my predictions in pretty much every prediction episode of Bad Mash. Um, And we're finally getting it, but not for the original headset. But you know what? I kind of bought the, I bought into the, the PSVR thing um later on down the track like something like two years after it came out or something when it became real cheap Mm. um and i wasn't disappointed man it's it's a solid system for for what it is like you said it's a obviously much cheaper than most of the um the pc ones that's Mm. that's for sure uh Mm. but you kind of yeah obviously not as advanced as those uh, but yeah, definitely some good shit on there. So I'm keen, man. There's some things like um, Star Child, which there was a demo a demo for like years ago at this point. Uh, but the game never actually came out. So I'm hoping that it it does come out on the next one or something like that. But mm. that was a cool game. Have you heard of that? No, not familiar. So it's a obviously a VR game, uh, but a mm. side scroller. So a side scroller in VR, when like thinking about that, you're like, you know, like why? What's the point of a two D side scroller in VR? Mm. But it fucking works, man! It yeah. fucking works. It's it. It was incredible. Uh, it's like you know, you can kind of obviously move your head around and, and kind of look behind certain objects and stuff. And and man, it just it just works. It it's one of those things where like it's, it's very hard with VR to kind of describe what the experience is like. It's yeah. really one of those things where it's like, you got to experience it. Like you can't even, you know, watch a trailer because it's not going to do it justice. Of course, um, yeah. No, it, it makes sense to me, man. It's like, a, like, you know, Astro's Playroom. You wouldn't think that a 3D platformer would mm. translate to a VR game. But when you put yourself in that world, and as you said, you can like peek around corners and mm-hmm. it just, it makes a world feel more, more alive. And yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. So yeah, I, I get, I get where you're coming from, man. That sounds, sounds very interesting. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I guess the fact that it's not coming out this year is, is a bit of a relief for me um, mm. because I kind of want to, yeah, get the chance to experience those games on on the PlayStation Five uh, with my original headset. Get a bit of use out of it, a bit more use out of it, uh, because mm. there's games like uh, what was it called, the the Walking Dead VR game. I forgot what it's called, uh, which was quite decent. But I bought it when it came out on the on PlayStation VR, and it wasn't the greatest. It had things mm. like things that break the immersion, like the sound cutting out, music cutting out in the middle of like a certain event and it's just like oh i like that kills it for me absolutely mm. kills it so um i stopped playing until they they brought out some updates so um i'm looking forward to playing a bit more of that because that was that was really cool you have things like you know you, you go up to a zombie and you like stab him in the head and you're like your knife gets jammed into its fucking brain and stuff it like you have mm. to actually like yank it out it's really cool 
but we're going to have to wait. So no pricing or anything, but I think, you know, uh, what we got in there is, is pretty substantial. I'm excited. Mm. Very excited. Uh, going on from that, because that's probably the most exciting thing that PlayStation has announced this week, which is weird considering we had a state of play. Uh, so I, I broke down uh, yeah, a few of those uh, quote-unquote announcements. Can't really call them that. But it opened up with, you know what? I, I don't know about you, but I started watching that and I was like, okay, is this like a pre-show? Because we've got a bit of Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. The PS5 version. Uh, which, look, don't get me wrong. Look pretty cool. I mean, I, I bought the game on PS4 like last month uh, because I knew this was happening. Uh, but yeah, because it was already announced, I found it a little bit weird that they opened up with that. But what were your yeah. thoughts? Oh no, I'm I'm right there with you. Like I come to a state of play to see new games. You know, I want I want announcements, and yeah, to know that there's going to be a PS5 version of Crash Bandicoot. I already played it on PS4. It looked fantastic. It played fantastic. I had no interest whatsoever. Couldn't care. Mm. <laughs> I'm not going to replay this game for the increased fidelity. It's it's not even the kind of game that you play for that. Like the 60 frames per second, yeah, sure, that'll be nice, but it's not worth replaying a game. Not at all. Mm. Yeah, I, I, obviously I bought the game because I haven't played it before mm. so um it's exciting for me because yeah i'm I'm not replaying the game but yeah, yeah completely get, get where you're version. coming from yeah. yeah i completely get where you're coming from with with a free upgrade as well that's uh pretty enticing to me uh mm. but yeah like the fact that this was in there was a little bit weird to me i, I literally like i turned it on i was like okay pre-show hasn't started yet and i'm like it's taking hey, a while. Um, hey, the intro is usually the, the spot where you want to set the tone for what you're doing, and this definitely did set the tone <laughs> for the rest of the show because they're like, yeah, this isn't on. impressive, and you're not going to be impressed throughout the rest <laughs> of the thing. <laughs> spot on. I mean, there's some cool shit. Like, I know Lishi, friend of the yeah. show, is into her Crash Bandicoot games, and she's in the process of trying to get that platinum trophy. So the fact that mm. she can carry her save file over to the ps5 version um and keep chasing the same trophies i think that's pretty cool for for Mm. you know someone who does that sort of thing which you know you might be into but obviously not with a game like that which completely understand even her even lee she's pulling her hair out um she might want to look into because i've seen there's lots of games where they've let you transfer your save files over but i haven't mm -hmm. seen any thus far where it's the same trophy list for both versions Yep. But it is for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was part of it. Oh, okay. They, they actually okay. like... So, not, so there's no separate PS5 trophy list. It's just the same. No, so so yeah, that's something that they actually were like, yeah, look, you can do that. It's If you're okay. ch- still chasing that platinum trophy in the PS4 version, yeah, bring nice. it over to the PS5 and you can, yeah, keep going. Um, yeah, that's a hard is, platinum. You don't want to have to yeah, fucking restart I imagine. That. Shout out to Leishy for attempting <laughs> that one. She'll be lucky if she's not bald by the end of it from yeah. pulling her hair out because <laughs> no that is that is intense. Hopefully, the sixty frames per second will will give her a bit of a boost in that one. And make yeah, a you know what? Experience. Like that 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 does make a difference, right? Like in something like uh, Mega Man, where in the the collection which I've played on uh, the Switch and also on the PlayStation Four, it for some reason has some uh, frame rate drop issues for a fucking NES game. It's super weird to me. Uh, mm. But that 
it really fucks with you, man. <laughs> mm. So I think, you know, a, a 3D platformer like Crash Bandicoot having that smooth frame rate, I reckon would make a, a pretty huge difference. So yeah, looking forward to to hearing the comparison. But yeah, I'll be playing the PS5 version uh, as my first playthrough, which is exciting but i was excited already i didn't need this <laughs> yeah um yeah. another thing which was yeah like i watched that for anyone who watched the nintendo direct from last week you'd already know about knockout city cool a week later we're getting another trailer for it in the mm. state of play cool excited about you know, this at you all know what, you know what it made me think of which is probably not a good thing for these guys is fucking destruction all yep. stars yep. <laughs> it was all that yep. was it was like it felt like it was if, if you told me it was the same developer i'd be like yep makes sense they probably made them at the same time you know <laughs> yeah we shared notes and everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah no shit chris literally <sighs> said that last week uh when because yeah we talked about it last week because it was on the nintendo direct, nintendo direct yeah. uh but yeah i can easily see that game being like a yeah that was was cool um i'm ready to move on now <laughs> like yeah I, I don't see that being yeah i don't see any staying power in, in games like that really uh but then we got arguably the most interesting thing out of this whole presentation which was sifu a game uh made by the developers of absolver which was a ps plus game maybe last year year before on ps4 have you played absolver I never played it. it was an, is that the one where it's all boss fights or am I thinking of something else? Uh, I think you're thinking of... Um, oh, you, maybe you're thinking of... Oh, I forgot what the other game's called. But no, it's it's not that. It's kind of okay. similar in the sense that... Uh, similar to Sifu, that is. Uh, in a sense that it's martial arts based. Um, so you learn all these like cool kung fu moves and shit. Uh, you yep. have kind of like a blank mask on. So you have no face really. And you kind of, mm. it's kind of it's got kind of Dark Souls elements in terms of how multiplayer works, where you find shit that players have left behind, that sort of thing. Um, I didn't quite get into it, but I was like, yeah, you can do some cool shit. It's cool how like you kind of need to learn these moves, like you need to practice and stuff. Uh, but it didn't quite stick with me. But this looked pretty cool. What do mm. you think? It just it made me think of um, I guess probably because it uh, it seems like it, they're going to be everyone's going to be silent. You didn't see any dialogue throughout any of uh, the the trailer that they showed, but it gave me kind of like Samurai Jack vibes in a bit in a, in a way like a, even with the art style a little bit. Uh, yeah, no, it looked interesting. Um, it's a, a big question mark. Uh, like I, as I said, I never played Absolver, so I'm not familiar with that one, but. Yeah, I'm definitely intrigued. I'm I, I'm curious to see more. That's for sure. Mm, yeah, same here for sure. And then we got a bit of a trailer for a game that we already knew about. What a surprise! Solar Ash developers uh, of Hyperlight Drifter, Heart Machine, and uh, a bit of a I guess more gameplay coming out in I 2021. Don't know if- if I didn't watch the gameplay of this from last time, <laughs> like, because mm-hmm. I, th- I thought the trailer was just a cinematic thing, but I guess I may- <laughs> I'm remembering it wrong. But I 
absolutely fucking love the look of this title. Mm. I, like, man, I, traversal in video games is, if, if they can nail that, is like one of my favorite things. Like the Spider-Man games, Miles Morales, traversal in that is an absolute joy. And I yep. love those games. Um, Immortals Phoenix Rising, traversal in that was, was a pleasure. And yeah, one of my favorite titles from, from last year. Uh, so yeah, seeing the, this cool character in this unique looking world with this really vibrant looking art style sort of skating across the ground and, mm-hmm. and using different abilities to traverse this interesting world, I'm sold. I'm picking up this title 100%. Mm. Are you going to grab this one? I think I am, yeah. It gave me mad pathless vibes which um mm, yet bit of to journey play. as well a bit, a bit of journey bit of pathless for sure um mm. so yeah like you said the traversal uh, looks mint in this game the whole like skating mm. and and yeah doing all these cool moves uh definitely interested but yeah i, I guess like what do you do i guess you are right in saying there's there was much more gameplay in this compared to the previous one it was mm. i wouldn't call it cinematic it was still gameplay but very mild i guess like i knew already that it was kind of like yeah on a a character on fucking rollerblades or whatever Mm. uh, they're they're riding on um but nonetheless yeah real fucking cool looks Mm. very cool i'm yeah probably gonna grab that day one i don't know maybe maybe not um what i'm definitely not grabbing day one uh, is the next game on the list which is five nights at freddy's security breach <laughs> oh man i i work at a retail store what sells video games and oh man i'm uh, i'm gonna look forward to hearing about fucking a thousand bloody eight-year-olds coming in going you got the new five nights at freddy's game <laughs> I'll be like fucking over there. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, do they no, do that with with other uh, installments in the series? Oh, mate, yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's kids fucking love. It's huge. Uh, Little Nightmares huge with kids as well too. Bizarrely, I guess kids oh. like being scared or something. I don't fucking know. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't get. It. I've never played any of the Five I've Nights never at been Freddy's a kid. Game. I wouldn't know. <laughs> exactly never happened never happened um yeah it's look five nights at freddy's i've never played any of those titles before it looked like they were pretty never. much just like a a jump scare device something designed to make you concentrate and then they just throw something scary at your face and you're just mm-hmm. sort of figuring out puzzles to progress yeah. through the story and it sounds like they're sort of for this one from what i saw it looks like maybe they're trying to do their swing at like a resident evil outlast style game because mm. they've switched to that first person perspective and it looks like you're probably going to be collecting things to progress and you're going to be getting stalked by spooky monsters so mm-hmm. i don't know it has potential to be maybe like a good stream game or something like that i'm sure mm. there'll be a lot of streamers hitting this one up but yeah it's definitely yeah. not a title i will be picking up mm, no nah, i have way. negative 10 interest mm-hmm. uh in this honestly yeah same as you never never got into that uh yeah i don't plan on starting now a uh, bit of a another stylish trailer for Deathloop. What do you reckon? Man, this is the point where I started to look at my phone and I was like, oh, <laughs> I get it, Deathloop's still coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I know. Yeah. It's, it's not going to oh, be an Xbox ex- exclusive. It's still a PlayStation 5 exclusive. 
Yep, you can you can shoot things and use powers just like in the trailer before. Um, yep. Yeah, look, I, I, I'm kind of worried about this title based on the uh, Microsoft acquiring Bethesda. I, I can't see too much of a reason why they'd want this to be wildly successful. Yes, they do profit off it, but it's not going to be on their platform at all. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a weird situation to me. And, uh, I don't know, I, I, for some reason, and uh, Dishonored games were always super beloved by critics. And I, like, I, I've, I played, I played through both Dishonored 1 and 2, uh, and I enjoyed them enough, but I, I, they never grabbed me like what they did for a lot of other people. And, and, and based purely like off of that, uh, yeah, I'm, well, it's a yeah big wait and see, but I don't I don't have high hopes for Deathloop. I just don't think, based on their previous titles, it's going to be one that I'm going to really mm. lap up. I don't know. I could okay. be wrong. I hope I am. Cool. I think um yeah, it looks interesting to me. I think it'll be a, a fun one uh, mm. because of things like yeah the traversal, uh, like we talked about mm. with with Solar Ash, um, and yeah, it just looks kind of like just the type of fun that you get from a a, a Doom. Uh, or a, or a doom. I see online. I, I can think of. <laughs> well, look at the, at the end of the day. Like I, I love Doom. I adore Doom. And if they sort of if if they make it so that my issue with Dishonored was they kind of punish you for playing like like you're playing Doom. You know, if you start mm-hmm. killing everybody and going in guns blazing, you're gonna have the most difficult time, and you end up making things harder for you later on down the track. Mm-hmm. It will change certain mm-hmm. elements of the world that you're in. Um, yep. And I don't like being punished for choosing to play the way that I'd like to play. So if I if I can go in there, guns blazing, using powers, and don't have to worry about stealth, and I could play it like a Doom, then potentially, fuck yeah! Like I love I love Bioshock. That's first person shooter using powers. It's fantastic. So I don't know. Like, yeah, I could potentially see enjoying that. But yeah, mm. I wish instead of uh, getting what we did get, which is just a like a fucking music video, really. Uh, I wish we got a bit of a deep dive uh, talking about the the features that are gonna come with this game, like things like the the dual sense features, like mm. your gun jamming, which means your fucking trigger's gonna get locked and, and shit like that. But no, no, we got a kind of Bond uh, music video. Cool. Um, did we need it? Probably not. Definitely no from me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Did they sure. they give us a date? I don't think they even gave us a date. Uh, I mean, the, the date was already there. It's in May. I forgot what, what date exactly, but it's coming out oh, in May. It got okay. delayed to May 2021. Supposed oh, to be okay. last okay. year. Yeah. Um, then we got a, like, it's weird calling this game an indie game. Uh, but Kena, Bridge of Spirits, coming out on PS4 and PS5, August 24th thoughts mate Kena and the bridge of spirits was the highlight of the state of play for me i loved what i saw like before it it, what we saw i believe was just all all cinematic we didn't really get to see uh much or if any gameplay and Mm -hmm. now we got to see some actual gameplay of the game and it looks like a fucking pixar film it looks fantastic. It really does. And uh, the the developers, Emberland, uh, I believe, or it was it Emberlab or Emberland? Emberlab. Emberlab. <laughs> that's right. Yep. <laughs> that, uh, I had a look at what they've done before, and it seems like they've mainly done like animated shorts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I can't see any other games they've developed, and TV, you can really see yep. the 
professional animation style coming through there like not only do they look like they're pixar characters they move like that as well too and getting to see some gameplay where it's they're still pulling off those kinds of animations is very exciting um so if if they can hold up that kind of like the visual fidelity that they showed in in that trailer and they and the animations look that good throughout the entirety of that game man i'm sold i'm i'm picking up keen day one probably i just had like i'm so curious mm. um the art style is gorgeous the world looks gorgeous looks amazing um bow and arrow fucking horizon zero dawn's one of my favorite games of all time <laughs> bloody give me a bow and arrow i'll go crazy love it so yeah i'm, I'm down for keener i'm i'm keen for keener <laughs> hell yeah man yeah it, it did look really good um pop quiz for you mm. do you know how many people work at uh Amber Lab? Oh, it's it, we well, said it was indie, so I, I don't actually know. I didn't look up that, but I'm I'm guessing what like twenty to thirty something like that. Fifteen, Holy fifteen shit. employees there for something that looks like this, uh, which is crazy. But which makes do, me do you, think the game's probably going to be about two three hours long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like for someone like me, um, that's I'm happy with that. Like if I yeah. get you know a Pixar movie that I can play through, uh, and, and actually you know have a decent time with it I'll, I'll be happy i wouldn't be mad at all uh, as as long as you know it's it's priced accordingly uh mm. but i imagine this game's going to be fucking 125 dollars or whatever the fuck it is for exclusive uh playstation 5 games these days which is crazy um mm. but yeah you, it's definitely it looks very charming um and yeah, keen to to see a bit more about it, and yeah, potentially we'll grab this day one. I'm just mm-hmm. the, the only thing that worries me a bit is uh, kind of comparing the hype behind this behind No Man's uh, like the hype behind No Man's Sky. Okay, which you know we're, we're not getting all made on stage talking about all the cool features. But I'm hoping that it's not, you know, like, hey, this is a fucking PS5 exclusive. It's going to be spicy as fuck. And then it comes out and it's, you, like you said, like maybe not three hours, potentially like six to eight. And then people cracked the shits over it because it was overhyped uh, and and the studio suffers, suffers because of that. Um, but if it does end up being that, you know, like I know there'll, there'll be people like me who, you know, I, I always say I prefer a, a you know, a a controlled story with, you know, maybe it'll be shorter than your open world fucking Valhalla that goes for, how long did you play for? Like 120,000 hours or something? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, how much was it? I think it was like 120 something. Yeah, 127. Yeah, something like that. But I'd rather have a, you know, like an Uncharted game, that uh, probably not a, the greatest example, but like uh, maybe a Miles Morales not the greatest example either because it's an open world game i'm just not doing well uh but you know what i mean like a, a, a story driven linear game yeah uh, that has a like a solid linear experience Man, i'd rather no, that I, than I, yeah I, I think you hit the nail on the head with uncharted like the like the the ps3 uncharted's you know 10 to 12 mm-hmm. hours or yeah, even Uncharted: Lost Legacy, like six to eight hours. Like yep. anything over two to three hours, I'll be impressed with, <laughs> based on the size of the team that you've told me. But yeah, yeah, yeah like it, yeah, God, God, it looks interesting. So interesting. Mm. Um, I, like I, it doesn't seem to me like they're doing the No Man's Sky thing. I haven't seen a lot of press on this one, so maybe they are promising the world. 
But so far, it just seems like they're like, oh, we've got this pretty game and the girl shoots a bow. Yeah. Yeah. I I just know they're kind of going, yeah, this is an indie game and look at us, Sony being the good guy and like promoting this game. But yeah, definitely not the amount of hype that we were getting from No Man's Sky. Uh, But yeah, I'm just hoping it doesn't turn into the same thing. Yeah, hopefully Sony's learnt their lesson. That's it. Uh, Then we've got a bit of uh, Oddworld Soulstorm coming to PS5 and PS4. April 6th, we've got a release date. Mm -hmm. And also the announcement that it's going to be a PS Plus game. I can't even say it, I'm that excited uh, (laughs) for April. How do you feel about Soulstorm, first of all? Ooh, I'm definitely going to be picking this game up day one a hundred percent and that is not because i'm super excited for it that's because it's free <laughs> that's why i'm picking it up day one look look i i remember playing the demo of uh odd world abe's odyssey on playstation one back when i was a, oh. a youngin yep. and I, I i played it over and over again i had i had fun it was good it was, it was good stuff you know what i mean it seems like they're expanding on that uh never and, played the full know, game adding, add, sorry never played the full game Never played the first. <gasps> yeah. So yeah, it seems like they're expanding on what you could do in in the old in the old uh, Abe's Odyssey uh, Odd World game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it, yeah, it, it looked pretty intriguing. Like it'd be like a fun playthrough. Nothing that I'd go, uh, I'd I'd go raving to my next door neighbor about or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but I'll I'll pick it up based on the fact it's free for sure. Um, yeah. How about you? you? Like, were you a fan of the PS One game? Oh, it's like I've bought the game on PlayStation One. I've bought it on uh, PSP, like the the port. Uh, I played it on PlayStation Three, which I think like that version you could play on both PlayStation Three and PSP, or maybe Vita. Maybe I'm thinking mm. Vita. I think it was Vita. Mm. Um, and I also bought. Uh, what was it called? New and Tasty, which is the the uh, the remake of it on PlayStation Four. Damn! Um, I love that game, dude. Fuck Abe's dude. Odyssey is the tits, man. Like you, same as you. I played that demo like over and over again, and uh, I bought the yeah the full version later on uh, when I could, uh, which was a double discer. Uh, but. Oh. It's just like what they did in that game back in the day was so, so interesting, man. Like it's not a a platformer where you just you know punch people in the face or or stomp on them to to kill them or whatever. It's you know you got to work out puzzles and like uh, not get killed because you're this frail little alien dude and you got to like you can um, what's the word possess them, possess enemies and and use their abilities against their. Uh, their friends and shit like that and oh mm. man i thought it was so fucking interesting and like you you find your mates and you got to make sure that they don't die because they're going to follow you and like the whole language thing where you like combine the buttons to to talk i spent like hours going into that menu and just like practicing my abe what's it called the moduck or whatever they're called the the that race of aliens just like practicing the the language mm. um oh man i fucking love that game dude and i mean like yeah obviously it's probably not necessary if you're if you have a playstation 5 you're one of the the six people in the world who own a playstation 5 probably not necessary to play new and tasty but if you are on playstation 4 and you're you're a little bit hesitant about 
this game, I'm sure you can find new and tasty for uh, fucking cheap as shit. I mean, mm. like already on release, I believe it was like thirty or forty bucks. So, uh, I feel like I feel like one of them might have been a bit been a PS Plus game at some point as well. Too, it might have been. Why. Yeah, I reckon it. Yeah, now that you say, I, it, it probably was. But yeah, I bought this shit day one, dude. Mm. <laughs> so, wasn't for me, but. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should uh, give give new and tasty a bit of a mm. bit of a play to get my to get the taste buds ready for for uh, sure. What's, what's it called? Soul Storm. Or That's it. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think. I hope uh, they keep the dedicated fart button. And if I don't, if that's they it, don't, that's that's oh right. My yeah. God, surely. But yeah, it's just like the way you know it, it was a PS One game. Like seeing how like other characters react to it, it'll be like, hey, mm. and then they go, oh, hey. And then you go, follow me. And then the dude would be like, okay. And then he starts following you. I'm just like, this is sick, dude. I just mm. talked to someone in a fucking video game. And now he's doing what I'm asking him to do. And I'll be like, stay yeah. because there's a trap. And i got to like uh, turn it off before you can walk through it or, or some shit. Oh, man. Yes. And you can fart on them. And you can fart on them. And they react to that too. Yeah. Yeah. They don't like it. Oh, the the fact that this is... You know, building on all these things from the original game and, and you know, adding all sorts of uh, different features, like you can craft stuff and, like, throw mm. stuff now so Abe isn't actually, isn't actually some defense, defenseless little dude this time mm. around. Um, oh, I'm all about it, man. I would have dropped the dollars on this um, anyway, no matter what. Mm. But the fact that it's free, man, fucking bonus. And I only oh, have yeah, to wait I, like a month and a bit. Yeah, I've got to say, Sony with the PS Plus games, they're really like, they're really, they're giving us some stuff to play. Like, I guess mm. that's probably the, <laughs> why they're doing it. They know there's not a lot coming out on, on PlayStation 5 right now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're, yeah, they're really coming to the party. I'm, I'm digging it, digging it. For sure. What it didn't come to the party <laughs> was finishing up the show. And, you know, oh. you usually get this type of thing where they go, you know, before we go, we're going to leave you with this. And it's like announcement of some spicy new game, new IP, or, you know, a, a sequel to a, a game that everyone loves. And we get Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade. Mm-hmm. Which is a what do you call it? A fucking like and the enhanced version of Final Fantasy VII Remake for the PlayStation Five with mm. um, a new chapter, some 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 DLC where you play as I forgot what that character's name is, Yuffie or Yuffie. something. That's it. Um, cool. I'd maybe open up with that. Mm. <sighs> I was so fucking disappointed, dude. Uh, how did you feel about it? I, I don't imagine you had any... Yeah. You, <laughs> knowing how you felt about Final Fantasy VII Remake already. Yeah, exactly. And based purely off of that, like, you know, especially because they did, oh, before we go, and, you, like, sometimes they'll leave you with something really cool at the end. Mm. And, I, and I saw as well, too, there was, like, five minutes to go, so I was thinking, oh, you know, there might be something else after this as well, but no, it mm-hmm. was... It was five minutes straight of Final Fantasy VII, and oh man, yeah, I could not care at all. I was not a fan of that game. I don't know who this new character is, but it seems like adding that, that game was overbloated already. It was about 10, 15 hours too long already. Adding another character with a story that's 
obviously not going to matter at all to the main story. <laughs> or if it yep. does, then, you know, it's a jit because they're charging people for it. Um, yeah, couldn't care. Couldn't care at all. Oh, not to mention showing the side-by-sides for two fucking minutes straight or whatever was the dumbest idea ever. There were certain right? points where the PS4 version looked better, looked better? than the PS5. <laughs> it was like, what, why did they just turn the glare up on the PS5 version? Like, it looked <laughs> fucking atrocious. So, yeah, no, not... A, I, I got to the point where there was like two, three minutes to go and I remember I was, I was watching with... Um, shout out to Hunter and Sam. I was, I was watching it uh, in tandem with them because we were excited about it because it's a state of play where they're supposed yeah. to announce new shit. And Hunter's like, man, let's stop watching. Like, it's just going to be this. I'm like, man, there's, there's like two minutes left. Come on. Like, you know, there could be something else at the end. He's like, man, I'm telling you, it's just going to be this. And, you know, another 30 seconds. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll scroll through the rest. Saw that there was only more Final Fantasy and promptly turned off the state of play. <sighs> Man. Oh man, I, like yeah, I think even people who are fans of Final Fantasy VII Remake aren't going to care about this because like you know, we watch these state of plays to find something new and they, they yeah, as you said, the only new title was that Sifu game which looked, looked, looked pretty cool mm. but you know, it's we were here for some Horizon we were here for some Ratchet and Clank like it, all it's made me think is that there's a very big possibility that Horizon, the sequel to Horizon, Getting may not delayed. be coming this year. Mm-hmm. If we don't see it at the next state of play or some gameplay in the next few months, however they decide to do it, mm-hmm. I'd say it'd be a pretty safe bet that we're not going to see it in 2021. Yep. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. How do you, how'd you feel about it as a way to, to end the show? <laughs> Oh my god! I thought it was like I, I was I was ready. I was like, you know what? We went through a whole bunch of useless shit, mm. but it's okay because it was a build up to mm. the announcement of. And then I saw Final Fantasy VII remake, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Like, is this is this a joke? Is this that's not funny, man?" And oh man, I was so disappointed, dude. Um. I honestly I don't I don't see the point of having that state of play at all. Oh yes. Especially when you know what? Like if I was working for Sony and we had this ready to go, like I imagine, you know, weeks in advance, uh I'd reevaluate and be like, uh, you know what, Nintendo had a direct last week and you know, it was pretty cool like they announced some new shit and people are getting excited and a week later we're about to show this stuff which includes a game that they actually announced on their direct i you know like the thing was announced like a couple of days before it went live so it could have not been announced at all like just delayed in in, in the background and and wait until there's shit worth announcing but i really thought that was an, an absolute waste of time and and i'm no i'm not alone if you look at the the comments on there um mm. the posts about this and and obviously you feel the same but yeah uh, and just... I'm, a, I'm i'm a sony simp i'm a playstation mm. pony like i, I, I mean same me same sony here. and yeah it's it's just terribly disappointing i'd I'd much rather them just wait until they have something that they know the fans are, will want Spot to see, on. and they they know that we mm. that there's you know Ratchet and Clank Horizon and God of War all been announced, and that people are going to be hoping to see these things. I, I don't understand why they even bothered. I really don't. Mm. You're 100 percent right. It weird. seems like a 
bit of a misstep, but like, I don't know if they were just like, we have to release something because we've been quiet for so long. We have to put out something. Yeah, oh, but I mean, like, it's it's not even like it has been that long, right? Like, their new console came out three months ago. Mm. Um, is it like a quarterly thing where every three months they're going to release something? Or mm. not release something, but like show something. Mm. Um, I'd rather, you know, they, they keep doing what they did like whenever it was like last month and they were like, hey, we've got release dates for Ratchet and Clank. Yes, yeah, sweet, man. Like, mm. sure, just just put up a, a blog post or something. Sweet, man. Why I'm didn't all they about save it. that for this? Why mm. did they need to do that two weeks ago? Why didn't they put in the PSVR announcement? Mm. Like, uh, yep. it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Like, maybe with the PSVR, they want to wait till they have hardware before they go bragging about it. But, like, yeah. it just... Uh, it's, it, yeah. They could have just had someone walk out and be like, we got a new PSVR. It's going to have improved mm. controllers. And then just yep. walked away. And then people would have been like, well, that's pretty fucking cool. Like, yeah. But no, that, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, I, I don't so understand... <laughs> What they were super, doing. I, I felt like weird. an idiot for bothering to sort of wait and watch it with my friends because oh, it was just legit. so underwhelming. Same. Like, there's no way I'm doing that next time. Like it, it, like, it was like an event for me for that Friday. I was like, you know, mm. so excited to watch it. I was staying off social media all day to make sure I didn't get spoiled. I was like, but... yeah, it's a decent time and <sighs> I'd have to wake up at two in the morning or whatever. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I was pretty pumped as well. And then we got this. But uh, you know what? Like, what we got... After that, from Nintendo, the next day made up for it. For me, anyway. Uh, obviously, not for you from what we talked about yesterday, but that's okay because you're a, you're a piece of shit and uh, that, that's okay. <laughs> nah, but obviously, listeners of the show would know by now if you put a Pokemon sticker on anything, even a turd, I will drop my dollars and buy it. It, it it doesn't matter at this point. Uh, but we, yeah, some of you may know that Pokemon as a franchise is turning 35 this year. So we were expecting some pretty significant announcements from, uh, from Nintendo. And uh, you know what? Like as a first kind of uh, announcement, I thought that was pretty damn cool. Uh, it started with you know some some special events in the existing titles like Sword and Shield and uh, Pokemon Go. Uh, cool. I didn't care that much about that. I, I was more waiting for some spicy new announcements like the this year's games. Uh, then we got a bit of a trailer for uh, more of a gameplay trailer compared to what we got before for new Pokemon Snap that comes out in uh, was it end of April, April twenty eighth, something like that. Um, sure. What do you reckon? About Pokemon Snap? Pokemon Snap. No, new Pokemon Snap. Not, not oh, original. Oh, new Pokemon po- Snap? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, no I could. Not the old Look, I, I remember playing the N64 one because it was in the game room at our local RSL mm. when we went out there for dinner. And I remember that yep. being like, oh, that's a, you know, it's pretty, pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but look, I'd, you know, I'd, yeah, I'd, yeah, couldn't care about new Pokemon Snap, but like it nah. was it, like like I'd be buying it based purely on nostalgia if I did get it, and yep. my nostalgia isn't really that strong for this title. Okay, uh, so yeah, no, no, I can't say I'm too excited. Uh, did you? You were a big uh, fan of Pokemon Snap growing up, though, right? Never played it. 
Oh, I never played it. Okay. Nah, didn't own a 64. Didn't have one at my RSL. <laughs> so I never actually played it. Oh, uh, I knew of it. Like I saw it at the shops and stuff. And I was like, man, I wish I could play that. But I had no way of playing it. Mm. Um, so yeah, no nostalgia for it as such. But again, it's it's Pokemon. And you know, it, it looks pretty as fuck. I'm looking forward to just um, as Chris and I described uh, it last time we talked about it. It's a perfect coffee game, man. Just putting this on, making a cup of coffee, sitting there and just, yeah, on rails, taking photos of some Pokemon in, in their natural habitat and just throwing food at them and watching them react. And, oh, man, you know what? Like, I've spent literally hours in Pokemon Sword walking around finding the hidden diglets in the expansion. Uh, Isle of Armor, um, and what was the one in, uh, I forgot what it's called, uh, but it was, yeah, I think it was Footprints of the Legendary Pokemon, completed okay, it all. Okay, I, I never played the uh, <laughs> expansions to Pokemon. So, basically, in, in Isle of Armor, you have hidden diglets, and, and you know, like, the, um, how they have, like, three strands of hair in the their Alolan version, sticking out sure. of their head. They got like literally three strands of blonde hair sticking out. So you walk around and you see like this kind of little brown circle with like what looks like grass sticking out of it and you mm. got to find them. I was literally like sitting there walking around finding all of them and I, 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 I found all of them without looking up the locations from a fucking IGN walkthrough or whatever. Um, I just... I just loved being in that world. So I know something like this. I'm going to I'm going to love it no matter what. It's just, mm. you know, just seeing these pokemon just walking around doing their thing, me just taking photos of them. Uh, I can't wait. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. But Look, uh, after the the year 2020 was, I'm sure people could use a nice relaxing time like that. I think Animal it. Crossing was that for me last exactly. year. You know, like I, I had a good relaxing time with Animal Crossing. It's not my yep. normal kind of game, but you know, yep. yeah, it was chill as fuck. That's for sure. Mm. I think yeah, with things like yeah, you putting up your photos and people you know reacting to them, liking them, and and boosting them and shit. I think that's that'll be cool. Um, mm. And yeah, like I said, it, it looks colorful, very pretty. Um, I'm keen. I'm keen as fuck. I'm getting this day one for sure. Then we also got the announcement of Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Remakes of, if you haven't realized yet, Diamond and Pearl. Uh, And that's what we're getting as our uh, new Pokemon games this year. Um, Funnily enough, I never got into Diamond and Pearl. I own Diamond. I bought it secondhand on the DS. Uh, I never actually finished it. That's probably the only Pokemon game I've never finished. Um, so for me, again, that's that's good. I'm excited. I'm. It's kind of yeah. I'm playing a Pokemon game that I've never played before, but at the same time, it's a Pokemon game. Therefore, I pretty much have played it. Uh, I don't imagine you're excited about this, man. I am not even the least bit excited <laughs> for this one, but I am probably 100% going to buy it. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. How come? Just, like, look, I don't. I, I played one of these. I don't remember which one it was. I yep. don't remember the story at all. 
Uh, but it's more Pokemon, and I'm gonna uh, throw Pokeballs and do battles and, and stuff, and I'm a sucker for it. Like I, I, I complain about it being the same game every time, but then I always end up buying it. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm just, like, I, I, wow. I, I know, I remember this one being one of the better ones from the past. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So I know I'm at least gonna probably enjoy it more than uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield or mm-hmm. uh, the one previous to that. Uh, right. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, like, Interesting. I, I couldn't care. It's just a remake of a of an old game. Like, and mm-hmm. from what I saw, it doesn't look like they're really doing that much to overhaul it doesn't i don't feel like 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 yeah it's, it's it was already a, like a s- sort of 3d game anyway i think um it just graphically is gonna look nicer I, I yeah i don't know i'm not excited but yeah definitely gonna pick it up are you gonna pick it up <laughs> come on what man. am i asking come on it's mate. a pokemon game what come the fuck? on buddy <laughs> Uh, now, question for you. I don't know if you paid... Did you actually watch the direct or you just watched the nah. announcements? Okay, cool. So, interestingly enough, this game is not being developed, isn't the right word, remade by fucking... What are they called? Game, game Freak? Freak? Uh, it's being made by Ilka. Weirdly enough, it's a yeah mainline Pokemon game, arguably, not being made by Game Freak. Okay. So... Yeah, so all I'm the previous sure. remakes were all Game Freak, were they? Mm, yeah. Okay, okay. Look, you know, if you're going to give another studio a Pokemon RPG to make, it, the safest possible thing to do is be like, yeah, just do this again. <laughs> could so, be could be yeah. like with uh, Toys for Bob, right? Or, Ooh. I mean, it was Vicarious Visions that made uh, the, the remake of the Insane Trilogy for Crash Bandicoot. Mm. But then they saw that, hey, like, it can be done. And, and you know, people are still excited about this old-as-fuck franchise. Mm. Uh, let's make a sequel. And we got Crash Bandicoot 4. So, uh, you know, maybe we'll see the, the same thing. People, you know, seeing that, uh, you know, Ilka has make, made a bit of a... Uh, some improvements uh, in a way to these remakes and hey we actually get some different things in the upcoming games Uh, but it looks like it is actually already happening because for the first time ever we're we're getting a, a kind of pokemon open world game not a not a wild... What was it called? The wild area or something? Oh, in Sword and Shield. Oh. We're getting Pokemon Legends Arceus. Oh my god. How do you feel about this? Man, you know what? Like, I've been whinging saying we want Pokemon but Breath of the Wild and it looks like they're, they're attempting it. They're doing it. So, man... I'm stoked. There's something different coming out of uh, Game Freak. You know, we're seeing something different in a Pokemon RPG, and that gets me tentatively excited. Now, like, look, it's a big, still a massive question mark based on you know, as you said, that wild area uh, was there. I guess first sort of they, they call that an open world area in the in mm-hmm. the uh, the the. Um, lead up to the release of that game that's what they're referring to it as and it was very very underwhelming um based on what Mm -hmm. we've seen though it looks like it's a massive improvement on that for sure uh the only thing that gets me a little bit concerned is i I did watch the gameplay trailer for that one uh uh, well it it showed gameplay in the trailer for that and i noticed tons and tons of frame drops 
Uh, so yeah. uh, it, it kind of gets me a bit concerned that a game that they're going to be you know touting as the the you know the first open world one. The, mm-hmm. the best stuff they have to show from it is already dropping some frames. It, it, yeah, it makes me worried to see how it goes. It's still, I guess it's still a while away. I think they said 2022, didn't they? Yeah, So they got a long, they got a long time to sort of iron out all these issues. But yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm glad they're doing something different. That's for sure. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, you're, you're not the only one feeling that way about it. Uh, I saw a lot of stuff online about, yeah, it not looking as polished and stuff. But for me, I don't know if I've got, you know, I'm obviously jaded because it's it's Pokemon already. Uh, but when I looked at that, I was like, ooh, is this like a stylistic decision where they're trying to imitate like anime frame rate, which is like, what is it, like 14 frame per, frames per second or something? Where it's like, mm. because it's, it's, it's uh, set before modern times um is that like part of it where it's supposed to look like that like a a Mm. kind of like an anime um i'm not i'm not sure like it because like thinking about it right like when i first saw it i was like oh like is it dropping frames and then i was like they wouldn't show like you know fuck parts of the game in their presentation right like Mm. surely they're they're just cut that out and show the good bits yeah i don't know know. we've seen developers do that before with dragon ball fighters where they're removing frames but it didn't look like this to me Uh, Mm. so if they are attempting that they failed (laughs) that's for sure because it looked to me like it was just dropping frames rather than like having deliberate uh, frames missing yeah Uh, yeah yeah, it, it didn't look consistent either, did it? It was like exactly, kind of, and you need yeah. a consistency for it. It felt like it, it seemed to be when they were interacting with things in the environment with uh, mm-hmm. when there was more things on the screen like Pokemon and things like that. Whereas just mm. standing static in the world, I didn't really notice any frames dropping at all. Uh, so yeah, it's well, yeah, I, yeah. As I said, we will see. I mean, like it could be things like. I know when Breath of the Wild came out, people were kind of complaining about, like, especially the handheld version of it. Um, did you you played Breath of the Wild, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that yeah, that dropped frames too. Yeah, it wasn't too bad though. Like, it was it, it was definitely playable. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, it did 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 definitely drop some frames. That's for sure. Yeah, so I'm thinking, you know, like, at the same time, you know, you'd be playing that on a Switch, so you wouldn't expect, you know, 60 frames per second, fucking no loading times or whatever, already. Mm. Uh, But yeah, I I just, like, it didn't compute in my head that, like, they would show something that has, like, a flawed part of their game, you know what I mean? In the, the announcement trailer, so, yeah, I don't know, it's either, you know, I, I'm I'm still... Like I'm excited, no matter what, right? Like yeah. it's it's a different kind of Pokemon, like you said. Uh, mm. But yeah, I imagine you know if it was uh, if it was frame rate drops, they have time to fix it, mm. or if it's a stylistic decision. Cool. Like, did it look good? Maybe not. Uh, so let's let's fix it because I imagine like mm. surely they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna get the backlash that yeah it's been going around uh, the internet since that was announced, but. Yeah, for me anyway, it didn't take a, a, away from what we saw. I'm still, yeah, pretty excited running around, like not having to fight Pokemon to catch them. It's just like, yeah, you're, you're hiding in the tall grass and then you pop out and fucking throw a Pokeball and 
yeah, I'm I'm stoked, man. I'm stoked. Can't wait. But yeah, gonna have to because it's not coming out until next year apparently. Uh, but uh, that's all we have for new for the news this week. When I I just said that, and I'm like, I'm talking like we had one piece of news that was pretty fucking bulky. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff this week. Yeah, and we've got, yeah, a a lot of games to talk about as well. So let's get into that. But before we do, we're going to remind you, of course, if you are listening to the podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, make sure that you leave us a cheeky review. Let us know what you think of the show, and it it will also help other people find the show wherever they are. Uh, And if you need any more Buttmash content, make sure that you head to buttmashpod.com for links to the twitch channel twitch.tv forward slash buttmashpod where been doing a lot of fun shit lately um did our first uh grand theft auto rp stream on friday it went incredibly well uh but we'll get into that shortly but if you want to check out the next one make sure you head to our twitch channel and hit that follow button and Zach, please remind the people where they can follow your stuff. Check news to reviews out on all these socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our Twitter is the best place to keep track of everything we are doing. Our Twitter handle is at news to reviews, and that's with a number two instead of the word two. So it is time to get into the games that we have been playing during the week and to open up the segment, Zach. Talk to us about Hades, which apparently you rolled some credits on. Oh, man, I love me some Hades. Hades is so bloody good. Have I spoken about it on the show before? I feel like I might I feel like you have last time you were here. I, f- okay. I think that's when it kind of like, it was, yeah, still hot off the press, just came out and, and you okay. were getting into okay. it. Okay, well, I, I won't spend too much time on Hades. I think I think the last time would have been... Uh, when I'd only completed just like uh, two or three runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my, my Switch, I, I, I do not own. It's not my Switch, it's my housemates. And then he, <laughs> he took it back for the holidays. So I had no Hades for a while. But uh, What a dog. When, yeah, what a dog. How dare he? Hey, you know what? He didn't even end up playing it, by the way. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Which, you know, it's his Switch, whatever. That's fair. But fuck you, Chris. Anyway... <laughs> Bloody um yeah I was when when I, uh, I I I got the switch back off him to play uh, Super Mario World uh, a 3D World plus Bowser's Fury and mm. I played that for a couple of days and I was like oh yeah I think I've had my fill of Mario for now I might do a couple of runs in Hades and mm-hmm. then Hades end up being all I played for like <laughs> the next week. Hades is so good. It is so addictive. You get that feeling of, oh, just one more run. Just one more run. Oh, I I just need to make tweak something here and make a different decision here. And Mm -hmm. then I'll get get a bit further next time. And yeah, I... I've, I believe it's ten runs. You have to you have to finish before you do finally roll credits. And I won't spoil anything that happens. But oh my god, like I didn't expect to be so engrossed in the story of a rogue like dungeon crawler. But I fucking love the story. I love... Uh, yeah, I, I, and I, I can't even go into the reasons why I love the story because I want it, but people it out there to it. discover it for themselves. Yeah. Uh, right now, Hades is $30, uh, down from thirty-seven fifty on the Nintendo eShop, and I played this on Switch, and, and it, it is my favorite Switch game of all time. Uh, I believe it's available Ooh, on PC. Of all time. As well. Oh, easily. I've had more fun playing Hades than I have any other game on switch hands down i absolutely 
adore Hades. It is it is so good. I think I spent I was well over fifty hours playing Hades before I finally rolled credits and like and considering you're going through the same sort of four or five worlds for the entirety of that that's Mm -hmm. fucking impressive and throughout that entire time there was always new dialogues popping up uh, when you go back to your hub world and you see all the different gods that you get to interact with there's always new stuff to discover in the narrative Um, there was a point for me where I did start getting a little bit tired of it i was just having lots of unsuccessful runs and Mm i i sort of basically realized that there was things that i was doing that the game probably doesn't really signpost very well to you so basically there's a mirror right where you do all your upgrades so you use a resource that you find when you're battling your way out of the underworld to to purchase these upgrades and and potentially get further and further each time uh, Mm -hmm. called darkness um, but I was listening to Podquisition, uh, Jim Sterling's pod- podcast, and Laura K. Dale mentioned, oh, I didn't realise till way later on that there's a whole other side to this mirror. Me, already being 40 hours in, is like, what? I, I stopped what I was doing, <laughs> picked up the switch, fucking died immediately in the run I was doing so I could get back to the to where the mirror was in the hub world. And yes, there's a whole nother set of options that you can swap out for, for those mirror upgrades. So... Uh, like that's something the game could do a, a, a better job at signposting, letting you know that these things are available. And uh, there's also trinkets which affect your gameplay as well too, which are given to you from characters throughout this universe. And uh, those will affect certain things in your run. And I didn't realize until 40 hours in that I could interchange those between underworld regions, which was a massive, massive help to be able to get the finally get those <laughs> 10 runs. But yeah, after rolling credits, it's it's a absolute masterpiece. It's a stunning title, and anything uh, uh, that oh God is it a su- is it super massive? super giant uh, super giant games. Anything super giant games puts out from now on, I will be picking up it. It it, it, it yeah, it's a triumph. It's fantastic for some for, to be able to make someone like me who doesn't play dungeon crawlers or roguelikes rave this much you've Mm. you've created something truly unique i think and yeah i'd I'd recommend it to anyone is this your first super giant game yes it is it is but now i want to play pyre and i want to play transistor because yeah yeah they are they are fucking super talented people over there man Mm. i think the only unsuccessful game if you can call it that was that um kind of if you can call it a sports game i forgot what it was called pyre yeah Oh, it was Pyre. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. What was the What but was their first game? The first game was Transistor, I believe. No, I was. There was one before that. I, I played the shit out of it. I could just can't remember the Bastion? name. Bastion. Right Bastion. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Bastion. Bastion was sick. I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they were all reviewed very well, but I just don't mm. think they all set the world on fire as far as uh, sales. Yeah, go. especially especially like- Pyre. The other ones did mm. pretty well. Okay, um, so it's uh, it's good to see that Hades has been both a commercial and a critical success. Yeah, just, for sure, they, just, they, they deserve dude. it so much. Roger, please, please pick up Hades. I know you're playing Dead Cells right now, but I I know that you're going to fucking love this game. Like oh, Zach, Zach, I don't know if you heard me clicking about while you were talking passionately about Hades, but I just purchased it. Yeah. I just purchased it on PC, thirty five dollars on the Epic Store at the moment. Um, I'm in, man. I'm in. Like, you know, it's something that I've been thinking about because I have been playing Dead Cells lately, which I absolutely adore. 
Um, so to have something of that sort and, and hearing you talking about it so passionately, man, I'm, yeah, I'm on board, man. I've pulled the trigger. I'm ready to go. I'm going to give this a crack. And yeah, I'm, I mean, like I have had some experience with uh, Bastion and Transistor. I love both of those games. And I, I yeah, like I said, I, I know these people are talented as fuck. So I'm keen, dude. I'm keen. It's only 11 gig on a PC. So, you know, it's not going to take long with Australian internet, um, which is good. So uh, yeah, I'm pumped, dude. I am pumped. And I already know about the the other side of the mirror now, which is going to help me, I guess. Um, so hell yeah, man! Let's oh, do it. Man, I'm I'm pumped for you to play it. I'm so excited. I I feel like you're going to love this one for sure. Hell yeah, man! I'm so keen. Um, mm. but you also rolled credits in Bowser's Fury. Yeah, so funnily enough, <laughs> I haven't rolled credits on Super Mario 3D World yet. <laughs> I'm at the final world and I'm just sort of getting distracted by other stuff to play. Stellar mm-hmm. title as well. Great, great, great Mario game. But I start. I decided to give Bowser's Fury a try because, you know, I've got a video game podcast. So I've got to play other things sometimes. And yeah, man, dude, like Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury... Is such a great value proposition. Like right? Bowser's, Fu- Bowser's Fury on its own <laughs> is awesome. Like they could have released it as like a, a forty dollar DLC for Super yeah. Mario Odyssey, or even as just like a you know like a thirty like a forty dollar standalone title, and it would have been well worth the the price the price tag for it. it, it I think it took about took me about four hours to complete. Maybe well, no, actually maybe closer to six, but. I collected far more of the cat shines, which is the the kind of uh, stars, if you will, for this for this game, um, than, than what was necessary in order to complete it. And the reason why I did that was because it was just fun to collect them. Um, it was it was very refreshing to go through Super Mario 3D World, also excellent game, uh, where, where you don't have as much control over your camera. Is basically sort of some some levels you'll have the option to move the camera a couple of directions, uh, but mm-hmm. for the most part it's 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 fixed camera and there's, there's not too much you can do there. Which, as this flips the script and it's Super Mario Odyssey style, where it's basically completely open world. You've got to discover your your shines or your like their start their moons, I believe, in in uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Um, yeah, you got to you got to you got to explore the world and find them, and they're all hidden in various uh, interesting ways. Um, and and as you explore more and you find more of these shines, you but you unlock these sort of boss battles that you do with Bowser as he is uh, he's having his. Uh, <laughs> I won't make the joke I was about to make. <laughs> Bowser's having a hard time. He's, he's very angry. Uh, and yeah, he's and he's letting you know. He's shooting his uh, fireballs out over you every now and again while you're trying to traverse this world. And yeah, you get to sort of do these boss battles which lead you to progress to the sort of... Uh, the, the next area that you get to. So as you, you defeat him, more of this uh, black gunk stuff sort of disappears, not unlike sort of Super Mario's uh, Sunshine, I guess. And uh, more of this world gets opened up for you to discover and find more of these shines. And every single inch of it, they were experimenting with new ideas or it was like a new take from an idea that they included in Super Mario 3D World. And yeah, it was all interesting and super fun to play. And I had a great time playing through it. I'm, I'm super glad I, I, I 
I, I, yeah, I picked up Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Like, there's this. If you're a Mario fan and you like 3D Mario games, there is so much in in that package for you. There is a lot mm. to play through there. Like, like Super Mario 3D World on its own is like 10 hours or something like that, uh, depending on how much time you spend trying to collect all the stars. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you, did you end up picking up Super Mario 3D World? Are you? Yeah. 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 Or? Yeah, so Chris and I both bought it, uh, played a bit of uh, 3D World together. Um, that was interesting. Uh, oh, but mate, yeah. Multiplayer, it is absolute chaos, isn't it? <laughs> it really is, man. Oh it's God. like, I want to go in this direction and, and like collect shit. And Chris is like, nah, fuck that. I'm moving ahead. I'm just like, oh my God, please. <laughs> Especially like online, it's a, it, it was a little bit tricky. So we had, uh, yeah, if people don't know, Playing online on the Nintendo Switch is a bit of a pain in the ass, especially if you're trying to play with friends. So we had a a, a message. No, what do we do? Oh, we had a PlayStation chat going. So he was using his PlayStation headset to uh, talk to me, and I just had it on my phone uh, with my my earbuds in. Um, so mm. yeah, annoying. Uh, but you know what? Like it was fun for for what it was. We played an entire. Uh, the entire first world together and you know like it wasn't it wasn't that atrocious really Uh, Mm. but yeah there were things like something that chris brought up that i didn't even realize while we were playing since it's online why do we have to share the same screen yeah like why don't you let me go do my own thing to a certain extent Mm. Uh, but yeah the fact that we had to share the screen which meant like if I go off screen I can't obviously see myself and oh I'm in a bubble now and I gotta wait for Chris to pop the bubble so I can go back into the game and yeah yeah, those little things were a little bit painful but the game in itself is yeah like you said fucking great package and the fact that Bowser's Fury is just a bonus thing in that it is Mm. mental like it fucking awesome game like Mm. just in itself like you said like i would buy that just as a standalone thing mm. um so yeah super cool um i haven't finished it yet uh, obviously uh but yeah it, just kind of taking my time with it we've had yeah our hands full with um a game that i'm about to talk about which we talked about last week as well but yeah value for money easy recommendation um mm. It's good time to be a Mario fan right now. Yeah, for sure. sure. With 3D All-Stars coming out last year and now this, like, yeah. Until the end of March, that is, where they (laughs) take it all away because it's fucking stupid. Such a weird move. Fucking Nintendo, man. Yeah, the online for it was... uh, We we had some solid lag, and I don't know if that was just our Mm. internet or something like that when Lockie and I were playing... Um, yep. why, why there's still no in-game chat for any Nintendo games. Lockie and I were on our phones using Discord. Uh, yeah, yeah it, so was, it, it was weird. But we still had a great time playing that multiplayer. Yep. We, we pissed ourselves laughing consistently mm. throughout it. The, the, uh, that, yep. they, uh, that they allow you to pick up your teammates and throw them off the map. Yes. Genius. <laughs> Genius. Chef's kiss. That's fa- fantastic. What a great idea. Love it. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's such a joy. Like so colorful. Just it, it's just literally just pure joy. Mm. It's, it's all it is. Uh, but mate, we started talking about it last week. Grand Theft Auto Five role play. Oh. oh my 
goodness. This Man, thing I'm, is I'm just... so excited to hear these stories. I'm right, for the next God. while I'm gonna turn into just a podcast listener and not a co-host because I'm, oh, I'm just gonna it's... sit back and enjoy this. Oh, I loved your stories from last week. I'm <laughs> it's absolutely mind blowing that this thing exists. It's just it's uh it, it's kind of hard to describe like what it what it's like to play something like Grand Theft Auto uh, roleplay. It's you know it, it's not kind of we, we talk about these things all the time where it's things like Minecraft where you kind of make your own fun in this open world, and, but you're kind of limited to what the game offers you, right? If you don't have the bricks or whatever, yeah, you can play fucking creator mode and yeah, use your own bricks and do whatever you want. That's great, uh, but playing something like this where people are in character and add to quote-unquote the narrative that you're playing uh is is absolutely incredible like i do not see myself getting bored of this like it just seems so unlikely because there's no you know start or finish to a story here it's just I could jump on now and have this particular dude from the other side of Australia or the UK or wherever be on at the same time and and add to my experience because they've done certain things which yeah we're we're gonna talk about now mm-hmm. because yeah if you haven't checked out the stream from Friday night do yourself a favor and check out the vod. It is I, I would skip to about fifty minutes in because before that it was a bit of a you know, talking about the giveaway that we were doing, I was doing uh, delivery runs, which probably wasn't the most entertaining thing if you're not, you know, part of the chat. Uh, hey Got to make a living, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, like, it, it, it was great because I was interacting with the chat. Uh, mm. But if you're just watching a replay of that, I don't imagine it would be the most entertaining thing. So probably <laughs> skip to about 50, maybe 45 minutes just to be safe because that's when things start happening. Um, there was something like, yeah, so I was coming back from my delivery run uh, and I see this dude running on the freeway. So I'm like, uh, hey man, like, are you, are you okay? Do you need help? Like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, Mm. oh dude, like, yeah, if you could give me a lift, that would be fantastic because my truck broke down. I'm trying to get back to the depot to see if I, I can get paid for this run because I spent like an hour and yeah i fucked up my truck and it's like you know i've been running for like 15 minutes and it's an absolute absolute pain i'm like you know what man like even if it doesn't work i'll, I'll take you back to the depot uh, but i've got a repair kit in my car so i'll chuck it into my car we'll go back to your truck worst case scenario so he's like man you're a fucking legend thank you so much so we go back to the depot and he gets paid, which was awesome for him. Uh, he had to um, cop out like eight grand to repair the truck, but he still got paid for his run, which was good. Um, and then, you know, we get to chatting about, you know, what are you going to do next? What are you up to now? Blah, blah, blah. What, do you want to go fucking, I don't know, do something? He's like, yeah, cool. Let's let's go. I think he said, yeah, that's right. He's, his car broke down as well. So we had to get his car as well. I was like, dude, just jump in my car. We'll, we'll get it fixed and get you on your way. Um, so we step out of the depot and we see this dude lying on the ground. Obviously couldn't get up for whatever reason. So I'm like, oh man, let's go see what's going on with this guy, man. It looks like he's in a, a bit of trouble there. 
So we go up to him and I'm like, man, are you all right? And he's like screaming. He's like, oh, fuck, man, this guy beat me up with a fucking baseball bat. I can't, I can't get up, man. I was like, oh, shit, dude. Like, dude, I'm going to call the ambos for you. So I call the ambulance. I'm waiting for them. Uh, no one's rocking up. I'm like, uh, so how are you going there, man? He's like, man, I'm going to bleed out in four minutes. I was like, whoa, okay, that's not good. So um, is there a way of like picking you up? Uh, and the other dude like managed to to actually pick this other dude up. Uh, so I'm like, just jump in the car. I'm just gonna race to to the hospital and and get you fixed up. Um, and yeah, I'm like hooning around. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if I get you know speeding fines or whatever. Like, I need to try and save this dude's life. Uh, wasn't enough, unfortunately, and all mate oh, died. No. Um, he did pass away. Rest in peace. Didn't even get his name. Um, I will never speak to him again because he's he's dead. <laughs> so that's that's a bit sad. But man, there's so many random things that happen on on that stream. Like we ran into a dude that was tr- like he was just playing with a cat. Tried to talk to him. It was just really weird. He ended up just yeah driving away, leaving his cat behind, and I was just in shock uh with yeah what happened in in that moment like i said definitely check it out i think that particular one at, was at one hour and 55 minutes but what i want to talk to you about zach and listeners is my experience last night because i jumped on um and chris was also on and we noticed that there were quite a few cops on the server so what you can do is like in this particular server anyway i don't know how it works on other servers you can press uh alt and you can see how many cops there are online how many um paramedics there are online firefighters um and all that good stuff right so we noticed that there was about 15 cops on the server which is a lot uh, we usually, when we play, there's usually about four or five, which is, isn't dramatic. What that means is, you know, like you can get away with things like speeding on the freeway, uh, s- stuff like that. Right. But with, yeah, 15 cops around, uh, being spread out quite a bit. So you just need, all it takes is one on the freeway to, to bust people. Right. Mm. Um, and yeah, so we were kind of like, okay, we need to be careful here. Like we don't want to get busted. So I'm like... Uh, I became a taxi driver, by the way, so I'm a lot more an Uber driver because I'm I'm driving my own car, and I'm doing this run, which takes me from the city to like the north side of the the island, which is pretty far. Um, so I need to take the freeway. I'm on the freeway doing the speed limit, and I see so, a. Hang on, just really really quick question: as yep. an Uber driver, are you <clears throat> picking up real life players and taking them to destinations, and they're transferring you? their yep. in-game money good question so um you can do that yes but also if there is no one that wants to ride with you you can also pick up npcs so okay, it, it works cool. it's great because yeah sometimes you won't find actual humans who want to uh get in for whatever reason okay. uh because how it works is like it's not like an actual uber app it's like get in we agree on uh you know your destination and, and the fee i'm going to charge you that's that's all it is, right? Okay, so do you like hit a button and it'll be like this NPC wants you to pick them up, or yeah, that's right. We okay, okay. You cool. activate so like that hailing. part of it. Yeah, okay, it'll cool. be like you press F six and you activate the app and boom, yep, you've got a a passenger waiting um, to get picked up. And uh-huh. That's what I was doing. So I was driving an NPC, 
Uh, and then I see, yeah, a helicopter like hovering around. And on that server, you can't actually buy helicopters. So all the helicopters that you see, if you ever see one, which is very rare. That was my first time seeing one. It was a police helicopter. So it's hovering above uh, on the freeway. So I'm slowing down, trying to suss out what's going on. And uh, yeah, I, I see like three cop cars in the middle of the freeway uh, with like two just like normal cars and just like a whole bunch of cops just like shooting and shit. And it was just like, I don't know what it was, but it, it was just like a full on like shootout. <laughs> I was like, uh, what the fuck do I do here? Because I can't. I'm not driving through that. Like, I'm going to get fucked up, whether that's, like, some gang member that just shoots me or a cop that arrests me or, or kills me in the line of fire. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I'm out of here. So I drove off the freeway, and then you see, like, this little notification coming up saying, um, please evacuate the freeway. Um, there's an emergency going on and then all this stuff. And then, like, you can see, like, a, a big circle, like, a uh, on on the freeway on your map saying, like, if you go through there, you got to like either slow down to like 20 Ks an hour or just like in that moment, it was like, yeah, get the fuck off the freeway. Like, <laughs> mm. don't go there. Mm. Uh, so I was like, okay, that's pretty intense, Ed. Uh, so I go, I get to my destination eventually. Uh, but I was like, Chris, go check it out <laughs> because mm. this is pretty intense. And like, while I was like trying to figure it out, like the helicopter, like, was shining its light on me as well, trying to figure out what I was doing. I was like, "Oh man, like I'm not, I'm not part of this, man. I'm, I'm just, I'm just an Uber driver. <laughs> like, <laughs> I swear, I'm just trying to do my thing, and I just came across you guys. Whatever. I was just like, oh, this is intense. Dude. It's not like you know, you're you're actually playing Grand Theft Auto in single player, or whatever. It's just like, uh, okay, cool. I'm just going to drive through. It's like, mm. you know, there's consequences to this. Like, if I get killed, my character's kind of dead. Um, mm. You need to, yeah, stay in character and stuff. So I was like, uh, yeah, cool. Like, I'm off doing my thing. And, uh, yeah, I get to, the, like, the north part of the island, which is more kind of, like, deserty uh, type of area, very rural. Yep. Um, and uh, I see this dude just walking around. Uh, so I go up to him, and I'm like, hey, man, like, are you all right? Do you need help with anything? And he's like, oh, fuck, man. Like, I just got out of jail and um, I was like, oh, do, do you need a lift? Like, I'm actually an Uber driver. Like, if you need a lift, I'm happy to take you back to wherever you need to go. And he's like, oh, man, that would be fantastic. So um, he gets in. And I'm like, you know, like, I just, you know, I feel bad because you just got out of jail. Like, you probably don't have much going on in terms of, like, money and and car and stuff so i'll just charge you two grand which is like with the in-game currency is pretty cheap like to put it in perspective one run from like the city to the place that i was at where i found that guy would cost about 10 grand so two grand for that run is fuck all so he gets into the car and he yeah he's going back to the city trying to you know get back on track so Obviously, it's a bit of a drive, as I mentioned before. So I'm like, you know, we're having chat. Obviously, like, I want to find out why the dude went to jail, right? Um, and uh, I've, I've got Chris in the background. So how we've got it set up is Chris and I have got our own Discord chat. Mm. But then in the game, I've got push to talk. So then if I'm just talking freely, I'm only, only Chris can hear me. And if I'm pushing a button down, whoever's around me, like this proximity chat, 
they can hear me in the game, right? So I've got Chris like hearing what I'm talking about, and he's like, "Whoa, what the fuck did he do, man? Like, <laughs> you're you're having some some convict in your car, dude. Be careful." So his story was that he was just minding his own business, right? And this dude comes up to him, grabs him, holds him at gunpoint, and goes, "You're gonna go steal a car for me." So they go. He steals the car for that dude. They both get in the car and he goes, drive to this point. Driving on the freeway. And as I mentioned, there's heaps of cops around. Mm. He gets pulled over. (laughs) Right? He gets pulled over. And the dude that made him steal the car runs away and yells out, oh man, let me go, let me go, and just runs off and leaves the dude behind who has to explain himself to the cop who obviously did not believe him and was like, well, you're under arrest and you're going to go. So how it works in the game is uh, you go do, they call it community service, but you actually go to jail and have to do chores so you're basically like mopping floors and shit so it'll be like um uh, it'll be yeah roger has been found guilty and will do 40 units of community service so it pops up on your screen when people get convicted of their Mm. crime um so what that means is you gotta mop like do the action of mopping 40 times Uh, and then once you've done it you get released so it's like an actual kind of punishment, which is pretty cool. That so he he did that. Fucking awesome. Right? That is yeah, so cool. yeah, yeah. So this dude who like I, I mean I don't know at this point like should I believe him or not? Like he he, he sounded like you know he he was he wasn't didn't do anything to me. Uh, so I'm like I have no reason not to believe him really. Um, and he's like yeah, pretty much you know I did my I did my time and uh, they I, they also fined me forty grand and impounded my car which is why he was walking around not being able to to drive his actual car right but he said that apparently he got out of jail and was walking down and found me <laughs> like what are the chances of that yeah, well. so i was driving near the prison which i didn't even realize and yeah we just found each other which was like perfect for him it just worked out in his favor right yeah um so he's like so so i go you know like what are you going to do now and he's like well i'm gonna see if my car is um if i can get my car back and then i'm gonna do everything that i can to find this dude and fuck him up for (laughs) what the the pain he's caused me right and I'm like, no, that's that's fair, dude. And I'm like, you know, a revenge I've, story. I'm yeah, like. I'm like, this sounds intense. I'm like, you know what? Like, I've got a main on the server as well at the moment. Um, if you need any help, just let us know. So, you can, uh, you have a phone in in the game, right? And you can take people's numbers and like text each other and call each other and shit. So I'm like, just yeah, I'll, I'll give you my number, and if yeah, if you need any help, just let me know, and, and I'll yeah, I'll come down. And we'll like, I mean. I, Doubtful is going to find the dude, right? But yep. you never know. So I'm like, yeah, just call me if you find anything. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, cheers, man. Like, good chatting to you, blah, blah, blah. Um, and that was the end of that. And I was like, that was insane. <laughs> that, was, that was insane. So, um, yeah, after that, I was like, okay, let's... Uh, so I, I started renting a house, right? So I'm like, 
Chris, let's go back to my house. We'll suss it out because I, I don't know what, what you do there and stuff. Um, so we're both driving um, and he's got a black Holden, which like for the non-Australians or maybe non-Victorians, I don't know what the cops drive in, in Sydney, but over here they drive Holdens and sometimes Fords, right? So his car kind of could be mistaken for an undercover car right and i was driving a black honda civic like the newest model so two black cars driving around and we see this dude like so my the house that i'm renting is is up in the hills which is not a very busy area right it's not in the middle of the city where you find characters everywhere so mm. you don't really run into anyone over there but here's this dude on the side of the road uh his car pulled up on the side of the road and and yeah there he is just minding his own business i guess um so we thought oh let's let's stop and see what's going on with this guy right see if he needs any help or whatever we get out of our cars and we're like hey man like are you all right what's going on and he's like oh yeah so i've got um uh my car broke down but because i'm a taxi driver or an uber driver and i've got an npc passenger in the car it's not letting me repair the car. And I'm like, that really sucks because like he literally can't do anything. Like he can't normally, like if, if you have a uh, someone that you could potentially pick up and you don't want to pick them up for whatever reason, you can knock them out or kill them mm. and they like it disappears and then the next target appears, right? The next passenger that you can pick up appears. Mm. Um, in this case, he couldn't do anything. Like he couldn't get the, the passenger out of the car he tried shooting them, didn't do anything, right? Um, and then he goes, like, are you guys feds? Uh, and he goes, yeah, are you are you guys feds? Because, like, there were gunshots and then you rocked up soon after that. <laughs> and then Chris and I are, like, talking to each other. And, and as I mentioned, like, we have our private chat as well as the, the in-game chat, which is push to talk, right? And Chris goes, man. Let's play along with this. Let's play along. Like he's probably thinking that we're feds because we're both driving black cars and we're like dressed. You know, we could pass for for undercover cops, right? And um, I'm like, okay, uh, like why? What? What do you ask? And he's like, yeah. I mean, like you you rocked up pretty quick after the gunshots, and I was like, uh, yeah, about that. Have you have you seen anything? Um, or and he's like, uh, I mean, yeah, it, it was me. Like, I was trying to shoot the NPC. And Chris goes, do you have any ID on you, mate? And he's like, uh, I, can't, I can't tell if you guys are, like, actual cops or you're, you're just civilians trying to play along with this. And I was like, mate, do you honestly think if we were just civilians, we'd just, would waste time talking to you right now? Like, we've got other shit to do. And he's like, okay, okay. And, he, like, in the game, you can pull out, like, if if you if you're driving a car like you can actually you know you need to get your driver's license if you get pulled up by cops and you don't have a license you can get fined and shit mm. so he's like no no I've got I've got a I've got a driver's license and he pulls it down he can like you can actually show your driver's license and he's like yeah no that, that, that it's all legit and I'm like what about a gun license do you have a, a license for that gun and he's like I oh, yeah 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 no, I've got it and I was like well you need to like obviously that's not okay like you've got a civilian in your car and you're trying to shoot them like that's that's not okay man and he's like oh it's just an npc i'm like what's an npc 
and he's like you know like a like a robot like a cyborg i'm like no you've got an actual human being in your car you need to you know you need to take it seriously man i don't want you shooting around like like some dickhead like you you need to you need to watch what you're doing man so we're gonna let you off with a warning this time but if this happens again man it's not gonna be pretty for you he's like yeah sorry guys like it won't happen again like i've and we're like, okay, so what are you going to do about your car? Like, you probably need to call, like, RSCV or something. Like, do you need us to call them for you? Or, uh, which is the roadside assist uh, in Victoria. Mm. Um, and he goes, no, 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 I can I can do it, guys. It's it's all good. And we're like, okay, man. All right. Well, you take it easy. We don't want to hear any more gunshots coming from you or uh, around your vicinity. So, yeah, just, just take care of yourself. And, yeah, don't try to kill any other civilians. And he's like, yep, no worries, guys. Thank you so much for, for letting me off. And we're just driving away, like, pissing ourselves laughing because we are like i'm at we're both taxi drivers <laughs> just <laughs> like him <laughs> just driving black cars and he, he like yeah he full believed it and it was oh man it was well, so hilarious. so in mm. this universe could you to potentially get in trouble for impersonating a police officer or a federal agent yeah fucking 100%. hell so you could get you could get time over what you did yeah but that's the thing it. is, that's the so thing cool. is, like, yeah. So, so, it's not like you know, like you're playing Grand Theft Auto Online. If you have got like the the character's name popping up above his head or anything, it's like mm. he doesn't know who I am. Mm. Like he he couldn't he couldn't like yeah I, I could. He'd have to grab your details and stuff. In order yeah, to be able yeah, exactly. To chase it which up, he didn't. Which like we've got his de- we we've got his details because he showed us his license, but he doesn't <laughs> know who we are, so he he wouldn't be able to to trace it back to us no oh, way that is so cool that, yeah that's awesome <laughs> because yeah it, it does happen like we've seen we've seen undercover cops and stuff or like you know like the more higher ranked cops that are like you know detect- detectives or whatever who are wearing like kind of casual clothes and, and a badge mm. so it does happen so yeah he was like oh i better not risk it like just in case you know they're, they're actually feds and yeah get so up. so mm. how many people can be on the server at a, at a time Ah, uh, so this particular server, it's 160 people Damn, at one time. so you can have 160 real players running around. Yep. That is fucking incredible. That is <laughs> yeah. so cool. It's awesome. We've seen shit like, you know, heists taking place and like the cops like uh, blocking a certain area, blocking roads and shit because they're, they're trying to stop a, a, a bank robbery. Um, and it's all you know the robbers are real people and the cops are real people and yeah it's insane man oh, it's so cool oh i'm st- i wish i had a pc <laughs> oh man oh. literally like i you could easily justify buying a pc just to play that it's it's <laughs> incredible and it's all oh. like the, the great thing about that is yeah like i said none of it is scripted it's it's all you know people's imagination uh literally yeah it's uh and and obviously like the server helps you out like with things like you know there, there's uh, cars based on on real cars like I, i've got a honda civic not a fucking whatever the fake version of that is in grand theft auto or mm. you know you can go this oh that's another thing like i don't know if that's a thing in sydney but like bunnings warehouse sausage oh, yeah. sizzle yeah, yeah cool um we were driving on the freeway and we see a bunnings on the side of the freeway we're like uh the, we're well, going in there uh, they, they, what they modded a bunnings into yep. gta 5 oh my god yep wow zach we pull up in the car park and there's the little tent with the dude with his apron on in front of a fucking barbecue 
selling snags. I'm not kidding you. Oh man, this is oh what the fuck? This is yep. so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so we go up to the dude, buy some snags, just standing in the Bunnings car park, eating sausages. <sighs> Man, console gaming sucks. I'm going to light my PlayStation 5 on fire after this. Uh, and just I'm not going to lie, man. Carcass. The past couple of weeks, I've definitely considered selling my PS5. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll probably Damn. regret it if I do it, but... Yeah, literally, like I was telling you last night, like I'm, I'm playing my PS5 like once a week and in, in very short bursts. Like, mm. like last night when we played together, that's the longest I've played all week, mm. literally. Um, but I guess, you know, it's things like it's only been here for three months. There's there's games that are going to come out and, and yeah. stuff like that. So it's, um, yeah, it's going sure to be it's going to be an exclusive machine for you, basically. Yeah, it sounds like it is, which in the past, yeah, <laughs> nowhere would have been that. Like, my PS4 was my main machine. I, I did play on PC, but it was still, you know, like my third-party games and things like that. I would mm. still get on PS4, and then with, yeah, shit that I couldn't play on, on there, I would get on PC or, yeah, obviously same thing for, for Switch and things like that. Uh, but, yeah, man, that's completely gone out the window because this shit is out of this world. It's incredible. It's so good. It's, oh, man, like, oh. <laughs> oh, I can't deal. Amazing. Man, I, I'm, I'm, the, the idea of this is so intriguing to me, like, to mm. be able to, like, sort of embody a character and just yep. sort of live vicariously through it in this world with no consequences. It just sounds like so much fun. Like, I think mm. part of why just standard Grand Theft Auto doesn't hit that for you is because there's no consequences in it, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. just reload, you get wasted, you reload, and then you're back playing the game again. But yep. to know that, yeah, there's like real life people behind all these all, all these going on going ons within this world, and yep. Rockstar have already made a really well fleshed out and well realized mm. map in GTA Five. It's it, yeah, it's 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 awesome. I'm, it's one of my goals this year. I got to get a PC. I got to do it. Yeah, man. Um, oh, this my sounds God. amazing. Very yeah, jealous. It's it's great. If you if you have the opportunity of. Uh, or the luxury of uh, doing that sort of thing and and playing that on PC. Oh my god! Like, just do it, man. Just do it. it it's mm. something that may be a bit daunting to some people, but just have fun with it. Especially with a server like EGRP, which is the one that we're playing on. It's pretty loose for mm. the the most part, uh, which is good. Um, so it's it's a good starting point at least. There's the more intense servers where. Like the one we were talking about when you were watching the stream where there's like all these rules, even with your application where it needs to have like a deep backstory and whatnot. If it's, if it's not interesting enough, you won't even be let into the server. Uh, but yeah, EGRP is a great starting point and the fact that it's based on, uh, yeah, in Australia, it's it's awesome. In Victoria mm. in particular, because we've got Vic Roads, which is our, our uh, DMV, uh, which is awesome, so... <laughs> yeah, that is that is incredible. That is so yeah. cool. Really cool stuff. But uh, let's finish up the show with the Outriders demo that both you and I have played. You were a little bit underwhelmed by the game before you played with me. But now that you've played it, I hope it's changed a little bit. Um, but let's talk about it. So I've played it both on PC and PS5. You've played it on PS5. 
uh, and you're telling me that it is cross-play with all other systems it's available on. Everything. Which means I could have played on PC with you mm-hmm. on PS1. Yep. Which is pretty cool. I like that. That's awesome. Mm. Uh, which makes the decision of, yeah, what system I'm going to buy it on uh, a little bit easier because I am leaning towards uh, PC at this point. Mm. Uh, so if you haven't heard of Outriders, it's a, it's a third-person shooter with... Yeah, it's basically going to be like a, a, a live service like we talked about with Anthem and that. Uh, so, yeah, pretty much a looter shooter. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's not reinventing the wheel, really. Uh, not at all, really. Uh, but, Zach, let's start with your impressions of Outriders so, so far. I feel bad because I feel like I was already sort of going into Outriders ready to not be impressed by it. Mm-hmm. And, that yeah, they didn't do anything really to impress me. I'll uh, Look, how about I start with the positives? Because, like, I, 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 there's not too many in my opinion. The powers in Outriders are very fun to play around with. So, I picked the Pyromancer. What was, what was the one you picked, Roger? Uh, the Technomancer. The Technomancer, that's right. And, oh, man. Using that sort of... Uh, L1 would sort of release this sort of wall of flame that flings forward was so much fun and felt great to use. And it was also the system in which uh, you would also heal your character as well, too. So I thought that was really cool. And then, like, the, the other ability I had, which basically made people explode, <laughs> that was fucking awesome that was so cool basically your character will smack the ground and it sends something underground towards the enemy uh and it will start hurting them with fire damage uh and if the damage gets to zero then then that that uh enemy will lift into the air and then explode (laughs) and that explosion will cause damage to the enemies around it as well too so it was a very very useful ability that was very cool like seeing the the enemy's torso just go flying off through the air. <laughs> that was fucking great. That was that was absolutely fan bloody tastic. Uh, and the fact that it's crossplay with all platforms uh, that is available on that's great. And I think that's something that I hope it, it is starting to become more commonplace generally now in the games industry. But I hope it's something that becomes uniform because being able to play with your friends who whatever platform they choose to play on is is always good. But as far as the the negatives, it, it's just it's it's very derivative of a lot of games we've already had before, and it's not really other than the two things I mentioned, it's not doing anything better than what any of the previous games before it have. So I'd I'd say this game is much much like a mashup of Destiny, Gears of War, Anthem, The Division. Basically, any looter shooter that you've played, it's got a bit of that in there. There's a bit of that DNA in there somewhere. And I feel like these this day and age when we have so many of these looter shooters to choose from, which I just mentioned, uh, you really have to be coming to the game with, like, at, at the very least, proving that you can do it very well or improving on all these things. But oh, the loot system was completely uninspired. Like, I don't give a fuck about tattered trousers with slightly better numbers. Uh, as for the weapons as well too and yeah oh fucking my biggest pet hate in video games 
<laughs> using a fucking cursor on a console game. Why, 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 why does this keep happening in really all these looters? I don't movies? understand the reasoning behind that at all. Mm. Like, it, it makes zero sense to me. Mm. I don't get it. In games where, you know, they give you the option of, of like I was saying to you, if I can use the D-pad and, and move through the different options and then also, hey, if I decide to use my analog stick, it turns into a cursor. Mm. Great. Because sometimes it is better in certain situations. You know, when you, you've you got a whole menu of uh, a million items and you want to pick that one in the middle, you don't want to scroll through a whole bunch. Great. But to force me to use that on a console, especially mm. when by default it is slow as shit. Oh, yeah. Why? <laughs> it takes a couple of seconds to get that cursor across to the other uh, side of the screen. It is bad. It, it is, is bad. terrible. Mm. Um, obviously, on PC you don't have that problem, thankfully. Mm. Uh, but yeah, for console, like I, I don't get why that's become such a big trend with games like that uh, especially mm. uh, as in like looter shooters or, or live service games um it's so weird i like i seriously i seriously don't get it at all mm. i don't understand the decision behind that like it doesn't how does it help anyone apart from like i said in these particular menus where you've got a whole bunch of shit in your inventory and you're trying to get to that particular item which even that like kind of rarely happens right you you spend most of the time like uh just yeah destroying shit you don't need and, and stuff like that so mm. yeah i really don't get it um but yeah was there anything else that you wanted to add before oh, i start yeah, talking about like, like, like they stole that cursor thing from destiny and they also pretty much straight up stole their menu from destiny as well too it looks yeah. like a copy and paste of <laughs> destiny's menu which like, I, don't, I don't really care but like whatever whatever your menu wants to look like as long as i spend as little time in, in it as possible that's great, mm-hmm. but to see that they're just like straight up, just copying it, no, no if ands or buts about it. It's yeah, come on guys, like try be a little bit more original. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You seem to enjoy it a lot more than what I did. Though I did have when, when we were playing together, I did enjoy it like what you should mm. with a looter shooter. But I know. Yep. Do you do you share my thoughts on this one? uh for the most part but also at the same time um again listeners of the show will know Mm. you give me loot i will be happy (laughs) pretty much no matter what like i was you know chris and i were probably the two biggest fans of the avengers game uh even though you know received a lot of negative uh reviews uh we did have a good time It, it didn't have the staying power that other looter shooters uh, or just looter games in general have because, yeah, there was a, a, a lack of content in the end game. Uh, but I'm jumping on that the the PS5 version when I comes out next month. Like, I'm mm. I'm all for it. I, I had, a, I had a, a lot of fun playing it. Um, so it doesn't take much to impress me in that regard. Uh, there was another thing, staying on the, the negative side before I moved to the positive, just to be the opposite of what you did um <laughs> something that you 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 forgot which i know you felt pretty strongly about the way they have cutscenes, and then it ah. kind of cuts to a black screen and a bit of a loading screen and then back to maybe another cutscene or gameplay 
depending on the situation. Oh, unless it's the prologue, which is about 90% cutscene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very little in the prologue. Really jarring. Really jarring. Like, I was trying to get into the whole thing, right? Like, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, find out what's going on, why these people have had to leave Earth and, and inhabit this um, or colonize this new planet um stuff like that i was like okay cool like i'm i'm, I'm into it so far like i'm i want to learn more about what's going on not that you know like in general in looter shooters the stories and the the strong point of of those games so uh i wasn't expecting much but this really took me out where it's like yeah there's a bit of a cutscene, someone a bit of dialogue and then cuts to a black screen and then you get a, a loading screen which in both cases on pc and ps5 were very very short we're talking mm. like you know probably three to five seconds in total mm. but it's still there like yeah you, and i you... can confirm uh, my mate hunter shout out to him played the oh. ps4 version the load mm-hmm. times on the ps4 version are fucking long expect to be waiting 20 to 30 seconds like not quite mm, anthem bro. levels but still very long okay mm. so in th- yeah in past like in the prologue where there's like you know kind of uh, not you know they, they're kind of supposed to mesh into each other right you have a conversation and the one of the character goes uh oh you need to go up there and and yeah get your gun or whatever and then it goes black screen loading screen oh by the way we're trying to do this and yeah now off you go go get your gun and then we'll talk about the next thing it's like it doesn't it doesn't mesh together it, it, yeah and, and you have things that are supposed to be a bit intense where like the whole thing happens that causes you to have these powers um it's super jarring even mm. if it went for a few seconds and and you you made a great point last night when we were talking about it when you have games like spider-man where it goes cutscene and then jumps out the window and boom you're playing the game mm. with no like it's not really a cut, right? Like you're 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 playing at that point, which is awesome. It just blends in, uh, blends gameplay and, and cutscenes together beautifully. Mm. Um, that part really sucked. I, I it really took me out. But like, like I said, uh, story, you're you're not. I guess I don't know if they spend a lot of time in working on story in these games. Uh, mm. Probably not, considering it's not why you play those games in general uh maybe mm. they should but yeah you have problems like you're gonna do certain missions repeatedly and things like that so i'd rather they don't do that much to do with the story um honestly in those games mm. uh because it's not you know you're not playing the last of us where the story is what pulls it all together yeah. right I, I think it's it's a hard it's a hard thing to ever to do because you yep. simultaneously have to make your character the most important character in the universe, but mm-hmm. then also just to, to be one of many that are also just as mo- as important, which those two things just don't go together. Yep. And you sort of see the same thing with this, like instead of like what you see in Destiny, right? It's, but instead of Guardians, now it's Outriders. So yep. be ready to hear Outriders about a million times yeah. if you're going to play this game. Outrider this, Outrider... Yeah, I, yeah weird but uh in in general um yeah like you said i was having fun i was you know you didn't seem very impressed with the shooting i thought it was fine it it wasn't you know anything yeah incredible but but that's but that's it though it's it's just 
fine. Yeah. Like I felt like it yep. was better in Borderlands. I felt like it was better in Destiny. I felt like it was better in the in the Division Two as well too. Mm-hmm. And when shooting is most of what you're doing, you probably want it to be one of your finer aspects. I don't know. It felt very Anthem as far as the shooting was concerned to me. Mm. I don't know. Which is, you know, it's it's not it's not bad, which mm. is like, it worked for me. Like it was fine. Um, I did prefer it on PC because I'm using mouse and keyboard. It just mm. feels a little bit more fluid. Mm. Um, I'm, yeah, enjoying shooters on console less and less. Uh, as we go and and yeah like i said a few weeks ago i've become a massive pc snob and i'm embracing it man so most likely i will grab this game on on pc i'm waiting for chris to jump in he's had a very busy weekend a poor guy so he hasn't had the chance to try this yet mm-hmm. um so hopefully we can play that together but i already know like it's it's very again like it, it it does what other looter shooters do and if we enjoy the shittest ones out of those uh, we'll enjoy this one. And, and like you said, the, the powers were really cool. Uh, oh. Being able to, to do combos, even though it didn't make much sense considering you had fire powers and I had ice powers. Um, it didn't matter. It was like, yeah. fuck it, man. I've just frozen this dude and he's burning at the same time because you've used your power as well. And it's like combining these two together to do extra damage and whatnot. It was just fucking cool. Mm. Yeah, I really felt like I was just constantly waiting for my powers to re- to replenish because they were just so satisfying and fun to play with. It was so good, yeah. and, and I did I did enjoy how they made me, for at least for my class, use my powers in order to heal. Uh, because there's mm. like that interesting sort of push and pull there where you may not want to always use your powers because you might need to use it as an opportunity to heal yourself when you need it as well too. Yeah, very cool. good very point. Cool. And the, the, I guess the sort of point of difference that they're trying to go for, which I haven't seen in a looter shooter before, is the gore. Like as I mentioned before, when mm. I'd use that Nova power, they might, the enemy would explode and they're fucking torso would go flying through the air <laughs> yeah. it, looked, it looked insane and when you shoot people in the head like their heads will it makes no sense it looks it's no, not realistic <laughs> at all but their heads nah. will just fucking pop off and go flying through the air yeah it's, it's fucking fantastic it's great um so yeah when we were both using our powers and 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 we were like got in the zone against those enemies it it, it was fun I, you and chris this is going to be all up in this for sure. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. So yeah, what we need from here is another thing. Another thing that you brought up uh, yesterday was it's a little bit more um, contained. So mm. when you have those encounters, it's not you know like an open world, and you you have this group of people in this particular area, and you can approach it in different uh, ways or whatever. It's you know it, it's kind of linear in a sense in Mm. in terms of like the objective that you're following and it's like okay now you have this encounter and it's kind of it it gels a little bit better because you have that contained area and you can do different things and and the other thing about the game is it's it's very much a cover shooter so Mm. uh, like you said zach um very much comparable to to gears of war or uh, the division, mm. uh, which I, I, I quite like my cover shooters. I really like, yeah. yeah. Uh, especially I actually, when it works pref- well. I actually preferred the uh, cover system in this to the division. I felt like you mm. weren't quite as snap to cover as what you were in the division. Whereas in the division, if you if you're yeah. not in cover, you're basically fucking dead. Whereas this, you had a bit more to play around with. You could, you had that that good roll, and you could move around the environment yeah. a bit quicker. So yeah, not not being quite as 
uh, locked into cover, I, I did enjoy. But yeah, it's very, reminiscent of The Division for sure. Mm, 100%. Cooldowns for your powers. It's like they are very much aware of what is working for their game. Mm. So they've made it so... Yeah, like you said, it, it's got things like if you're using your powers, it's going to help you heal. Although I, I believe, I don't know if it was different because of the class that I picked, mm. but even shooting characters would heal me. Mm. So I think it's just, you know, if you do damage, you heal up. Because I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I didn't find any sort of, you know, health potions or anything like that. So I think it's just the mechanic of healing is do damage and, and you replenish your health. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're right in the sense that you're not, you know, uh, being conservative with your, your powers because yeah, you need to save some, some mana to, uh, heal yourself instead of using that fire, that flamethrower ability or whatever it is, right? Mm. It's just go out there and, and use all the shit that you have at the same time if you have to. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I found that the cooldowns were pretty short like i was i'd know i didn't have a moment of oh man i need to wait like oh 30 seconds for this to come back or whatever it's like i always had something to use mm. which was cool so i was yeah i had the opportunity it, it, it's kind of like significant enough that like you go okay like while well, this is uh filling up um or cooling down i'm using this other ability and by the time i finish using that ability the other one is ready to go mm. So I, I thought it was done pretty well, that part. Um, yeah, no, I agree. The powers, I think, were the best part of it. And, and the mm-hmm. frequency at which you could use them, it was, yeah, I, I, I love that. It was, it was fucking fantastic. It, it did feel like, yeah, you always had something in the back pocket you could pull out if you needed it. Yep. And yeah, yeah, oh, good. Uh, if, if they focus on expanding those powers and that's where their sort of main focuses as far as the gameplay is concerned then yeah potentially if like if they expand a lot on that later on in the narrative or later on down the track in the game you could be probably pulling off some pretty impressive stuff so yeah it could be could be one to look for for sure yeah and and i think uh you know last week on the show we talked about how you can do a demo badly uh this is a good example of doing it well in my opinion because mm. It's not, you know, showing off uh, a part of the game like, you know, 10 hours in or whatever. It's you're playing the start of the game uh, and you can make an opinion because it contains like, from what I've seen, I haven't finished the whole thing, Mm. uh, but there's about three hours of gameplay there. So it's plenty to kind of make a decision, right? Mm. Um, And if you do like it and you end up purchasing the game, you're progress from the demo actually carries over to the full game which i think is awesome Mm. so i think you know if if you kind of like what you're hearing here um just give the demo crack and and you'll have a uh, a good idea of what to expect uh in terms of how you were describing the loot before um i think you know like it's it's the start of the game of course you're going to get like the the kind Mm. of shittier stuff um, I think it's more when you get to things like a boss battle or shit like that, or you're doing kind of a raid or whatever, and you get like the more valuable stuff. That's how it should work, right? Mm-hmm. If you're just killing a grunt and you get like a sick weapon, I mean, like, yeah, great, but it, it's probably maybe it could happen. It's just rare, which is the way it should be, in my opinion. Yeah. But 
yeah i get where you're coming from in terms of like you know you're playing borderlands and like you're shooting something and there's like colorful shit just jumping just exploding everywhere which mm. yeah makes it a bit more enticing for sure but yeah it, it, it just felt a little bit uh, the division to me, like you know, oh, I got new knee yeah. pads. That's that's yeah, that's yeah. I, I, like and yeah, as, as you said, maybe when you when you uh, defeat some harder enemies, you'll get some more interesting stuff. But I don't know. I've, I've played it. I probably had about two hours worth of gameplay through this, and I didn't find anything interesting mm. at all. Which uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I I, I think you want to give something you know to for people to grab onto especially considering you know this is a, a looter shooter the loot is very very important um, yeah no that's a good point uh, yeah i get where you're coming from there but yeah if you're like me and it doesn't take much to pull you in in terms of a, a looter shooter uh you'll be happy with that but if you're looking for more meat on that bone um you're not going to find very much there it's it's yeah you know it's it's a looter shooter and just a i don't want to say average but it's yeah it's nothing special in terms of a Mm. looter shooter but it it does things well enough to be enjoyable yeah as a looter shooter its demo is far better than anthem's beta that is (laughs) 100 percent for sure like it it played really well like when we played together we didn't have a single hitch really no no it was fantastic and for yes a game that's not yet released it's a especially one that relies on an online service that's really Mm. good news yeah exactly right so uh the game is coming out i believe it's april it's definitely april i think it's april 1st it's very early in april so Mm. not long to wait if you are excited about this one but yeah i mean it's it's literally not going to cost you anything to download the demo so do that if your friends want to play as well it's crossplay. so um yeah can't go wrong can't go wrong but i think um that's gonna do it for this episode man that was a fucking beefy one dude hard diggity dog minus you know technical difficulties where (laughs) listeners will not know that zach was away for probably like what 10 15 minutes because your internet dropped out but that's yep. all right we've we've done well if you haven't realized <laughs> so that's what we fun want editing this one roger oh i will man i will but man i had more fun doing this show with you my friend so thank you very much for jumping on it's a pleasure as always having you on the show to talk video games um so please remind the people one more time where they can find your stuff you can check out news to reviews on all these socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Twitter is the best place to keep track of everything we are doing. Our Twitter handle is at news to reviews, and that's with a number two instead of the word two. And yeah, you can find our podcast on anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. So come check Lockie and I out. We, uh, <laughs> we definitely don't run a tight ship there. It's <laughs> you don't expect to have podcasting professionalism, but uh, you, may, you may have a good time. I don't want to guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've had a few, you know, crossovers. I was on, on your show um, just a few weeks ago, probably a oh. month ago now. So check that out as well if you want to hear my voice on, on different things uh, yeah, other than button mash i'm on there as well so definitely check them out but uh yeah of course as always we hope that you have a wonderful week people uh but yeah you'll hear from us again next week 